0: We got numbers Tom don't talk anymore <laughs> okay we're up hey guys it's another Cleveland Moto podcast episode number 448 light them up boys and it's very quiet as I'm drinking no, Coquito all yes. all I, can do is sip my I know coffee, uh, that's it it's a little sound oh. Of the- oh sleepy oh my god sleepy it's all over your dick
1: mm-hmm. oh it's been sitting how long was
2: that sitting
0: here a very long time, but that was a very lively exit. I think oh,
2: I dropped yeah. the drink. Okay, on so it. already this has been. Uh, here, well, let listen, me mop that get,
0: up for you. I'm going to get. I'm going to get napkins. I'm going to get paper towels. I have oh. cock soakage. Oh. I mean, it's oh. it not good. It. The first thing that happened that was oh, Dan. He's gonna serve. Dan is going to serve. Oh Look at this guy in the background. <laughs> Dumped over a, a, a generous portion of whiskey. Yeah, that did
1: happen. And that yeah. happened.
0: And just when we got done cleaning up the generous portion of whiskey is... and got everything set. That was Uncle Phil. I just don't know what could have. Th-
1: I mean, dude, that thing was sitting there for a half an hour. Like, it, 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 it couldn't have been shaken up, right?
3: Is it infected? Mm. Oh, I think gonna... it
0: was watching the mermaids. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We're pre-gaming with the mermaids pre-gaming from the uh, mermaids. rec bar in like Fort, the Fort Lauderdale. I like the mermaid without the tail. Yeah, there you go. There's a tailless mermaid. Yeah, it's great. Rec bar in Fort Lauderdale. Just the thing. Um, we were telling a story, but I had to start the recording to finish the story. To my left is...
3: Chris Smith Sp- oh, of Dan <laughs>
0: <laughs> And to his damp... <laughs> stay sleepy. <laughs> and to his left... Johnny Mack, And to his left... Chris Smith. And to his left... And behind the bar, Tom Pennington. Tom Pennington. Uh, We have some leftover Christmas presents. If anybody didn't get the Christmas presents in the blue wrappers, the white and blue wrappers, those are for you. Uh, Help yourself. And the story I wanted to tell we were talking about mermaid bars, and I've been to a couple of them, and I didn't know that you guys found the mermaid bar in Montana. We were on the way to uh, Great Falls,
4: Montana, for the BMW National Convention. And there happens to be a world-famous bar slash motel there called the Sip and Dip. Of course, we had to make our presence known. (laughs) uh, We met a real live mermaid riding in on her scooter, her buddy scooter. She had some... uh... Did she have to ride a scooter because of the tail? No, because she'd been caught drinking three times and <laughs> driving. <laughs> she had three three time winner on the DUI. Uh, so she was she was she yeah. was
0: drinking some of that ship aged bourbon that Steep Sleepy's so fond of. Hey. She was drinking more than pool water. Let's put it at like that. <laughs> so that's I mean that's fantastic. And so did you hang around to see her show? We
4: did not. We got there okay. earlier in the afternoon. Uh, we ate, we drank, and then we. Uh, Made our exit about four o'clock. I think the show was the first swim show was starting at six or something. So, okay, we we, we experienced the genuine tiki bar, right? Um, and then we met this uh, lovely young mermaid on our way out.
0: Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That is super cool. The uh, there's another one that's in uh, the Silverstone uh, Casino in Vegas has a mermaid bar and we invaded Johnny McElfresh's work trip and Renee and I showed up and it was just like pretty, you guys are mesmerized by yeah. one of the sirens of the sea. <laughs> I think that's the sirens of the D. Uh, yeah. But the, we, uh, we bombed in on John's trip and then we said, you know, well, since we, since we ruined your work trip, Renee and I ruined it. We ruined it. Since we ruined his work trip. I said, well, I got to make it up to you. I'm going to take you to the Silverstone. Because they have mermaids. And it's, it's a long hike. It's not in town. And so I, we took them out, and they have this ridiculously huge tank. I mean, it's it's aquarium-sized tank. But the deal is there. It's, it goes from the floor up 30-some feet into the ceiling, into the rafters. One of the other cool things they have in that bar is they have an Airstream trailer you can bowl in.
5: Oh, yeah.
0: Now, were there two or four lanes in that Airstream?
5: I feel like it was two lanes. Yeah, I mean, two it really, lanes. Well, you couldn't fit four in there. No. Yeah. I was surprised you could fit two. Right, honestly. But they did a good job. And they were fun. And, but, I mean, it wasn't like a, a full bowling lane. No, it it was, was sort of a mini bowling lane. Yeah, but, the small balls, the softball But size it did balls. reset the oh, pins, it, though. It wasn't like... It was fully digital. We didn't, we didn't have to... Yeah. yeah it was, was fully it, digital. Was
2: it regular or duck pin?
0: No, it wasn't duck pin. It was actual... It was bowling but on a slightly smaller scale. Yeah. And but the pins worked the whole way and they reset and they had computer scoring and the whole huh. deal. But they didn't have a system in place to prevent you from throwing two balls at once. Which Meckelfresh figured out. And I will find the video because I have the video of Mecklefresh two-fisting mm-hmm. these coconut sized bowling balls. Yeah, I had the split. It was the 710 split, the dreaded seven ten split. So you double balled it? I double balled it. He double balled the hell out of it. And not only did he hit the seven and the 10, but he crisscrossed on the way.
6: <laughs>
1: wow.
0: Uh, uh, trick shots. Fucking trick nice. shot, man. See? You see? He goes shooting, off. he, he got, hip got,
1: shoots with one yeah. hand. You go bowling, <laughs> he's fucking crossing double balls. <laughs> yeah, he was. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't cross the streams. I got my
0: balls crossed. He was crossing the streams like a mother. Uh, but it's so cool, and that was one of those ones where Renee and I had 100% confidence that that shot couldn't be made, and John just fucking nailed it he he just i think john always rallies whenever you say yeah you can't do that correct (laughs) (laughs) famous last words aren't you supposed to (laughs) yeah famous
5: famous last words what Uh, happened to my reflector that i used to use as a bottle opener oh Oh, can't tell you
1: gotcha faded oh
5: Oh, boy
1: oh boy
5: uh so
0: that yeah that's pretty cool uh popped up on facebook marketplace in cleveland you guys are more than welcome welcome to uh Try and find it, uh, but it's a, it's a Vespa, and uh, not too bad, right? Pretty good. It's a Vespa. Uh, I've, I have worked on this Vespa, so I can tell you a little bit about this Vespa that's not in the listing. The first thing I'd like to call your attention to is it's $12,000. What? You must have done a good job <laughs> on it. <laughs>
6: you
1: know what? This poor sucker probably went to bring a trailer, or he went to like meet Well... Him. And then he was like, "Oh, well, well, look how much money I can get for my scooter."
2: Well,
0: is this the Vespa that Elvis sold to John Wayne? No, but this is the El- this is the Vespa that is from the Terry Stewart collection. Okay, so this is the former CEO of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that had an amazing scooter collection. Not amazing that he had twenty bikes. Amazing that he had the right seven bikes. He had a Lambretta Series One TV one seventy five in a one hundred point restoration. That's no shit. A twelve thousand dollar bike, easy money. Yeah, this GS Mark One is a hundred point restoration, and it's beautiful and it's pretty rad. He had his undot Bella hundred point restoration. He had a Honda Dream that you could eat off of any single part you wanted to, and he had the blue Super uh, Super Sport. I'm sorry, Super Super Hawk
6: Hawk,
0: uh, that I uh, finally got right. That was the only thing out of his collection that I bought. It was the only bike of his that I purchased. And uh, he had a couple other bikes in there too. But here's where this story, you know, this thing, be careful with your listings, guys. So this listing is a really good listing. And I'm not going to go into too much detail. But here's the big part. It's a Vespa GS Mark I. I purchased this scooter in the late 1990s in New Jersey where I had it professionally restored. I best remember the name of the shop to be Scooter's Originality. But I don't know whether they're still in business or not in New Jersey. No, well, yes, they're not. And I transported this bike as well as the other five or six bikes in his collection. I transported these from New York where he had his home as the CEO of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He was also the CEO of Marvel Comics. That Boy, that that company got big, didn't it? Marvel Comics, when you think that you... like I used to be the CEO of Marvel Comics. And think about what little that meant in 1988. But think of how important that is now, right? So...
5: There's a whole universe now. There is a whole fucking oh, yeah. universe. There,
0: there were no Marvel movies. There's, no. there's a multiverse. Well, when he was the
5: CEO. That That's right. not necessarily correct.
2: However, yeah. there was no Marvel MCU. Is right, the MCU. Saying? Exactly. There were, Marvel, right. there were Marvel movies. Sure. But there were not Marvel movies the way that Disney is presenting them now. I was
0: going to say, there were I'm Marvel... Sure. There were... This way? Yeah, there you go. That's, go. Go. That's how that works. Um, there were Marvel properties that Keep were moving. being promoted by other oh, yeah. film companies, right? Yeah, yeah. Sony so, Sony yeah. owned everything. Yeah, I mean, Captain America existed. So anyway, here's. but this is the deal. It has never been registered since I've acquired it. It has only ever been ridden on local streets for approximately 30 to 40 miles in all the time that I've owned it. Honestly, I rode this bike more than he did. The odometer on the 60-year-old machine reads 18,059. That's because Speedo King, when he rebuilt the odometer, made sure to put the original odometer mileage on it, and it is a perfect Speedo King odometer restoration, speedometer restoration. It looks, you will not be able to tell this one is not an original Italian speedometer. Because, you know, normally that's the weak link in old yeah, bikes. Yep, The bike looks great. The speedometer looks like ass. Okay, in 2012 I sold my collection of vintage scooters Vespas Lambrettas Bella Cushman etc but kept this GS for display purposes. It was running at that time but it was drained by a local shop in Cleveland so that it be on display. It has been the pride of the collection on on display in the foyer of my home for the past 10 plus years. It's absolutely true. Now, I can promise you if you buy this bike, you will get every bit of $12,000 worth of Vespa. And it is a Mark 1, it is a GS. It is the cat's ass. If you want to have a '59 Cadillac beer, it's convertible. This is the Vespa equivalent of that. This is the '57 Chevy Bel Air of the Vespa world. You you can't because Bellissimo now charges what ten grand to restore a P series? Yes, Ab- at least you and, can't and, right. build this bike. For no that. way. There's no goddamn way. Yeah. And as much as we are, as much as you should be, like <gasps> twelve thousand dollars. Oh no, I know people who would pay two thousand dollars for the rear accessory crash guards. Oh yeah. Because those are the real thing. That's not the Everything on crappy this bike. Vietnamese equivalent. It's fucking amazing. And this was built in an era when the parts were still around to build this. And they don't exist well, anymore. Well, and Gene didn't fuck around. Gene did not fuck around. So <laughs> that's exactly right. Therefore,
5: he did not find out. Yeah. He
0: did not find out. Well, he sold this delightful bike to this person. Yep. And here yep. it is. And so here's where it falls apart, guys. And this is it. As I never registered the GS, I do not have a paper document. Title. Title. To provide, but I'm happy to offer you a detailed bill of sale. Sorry, dude. I don't want to, like, I love you and I love your family, and I'm, I'm happy to be a part of this operation. But if you don't have a title, this bike is not worth $12,000. Now,
5: don't we know? Um, and
0: that's what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> and that's exactly what I'm going to talk about. You have not a single leg to stand on. In Ohio, we have an Ohio Revised Code 4503.3 that says very clearly, selling a motor vehicle without a title is a crime. Buying one's not, but selling one is. And if it's a motor vehicle, a titled or title of bull motor vehicle, and you sell it without the title, you can be prosecuted for that.
1: What about race car stipulation or something?
0: I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> well, I'm just saying because like, no, you're right. I mean, I get it. Yeah, great. Right, like- I get it. It's but at that point, it's no longer a titleable motor vehicle, is it? I mean, probably a not. lot of race tracks require you to have uh, have have proof of ownership. Not anything I've ever been on. Yeah, yeah. I've never I've never had tech inspection that involved title. But here's the one thing that I can guarantee you, though. We have a friend in Tennessee. And I'm going to give him a free pitch because he's done a great, great, great work for us. And he's called Saints Motorcycle Work. And his name is Joe Joe Casola, And he builds motorcycle engines that are to die for in 100-year-old motorcycles. He also does titles. And he has figured out the state of Tennessee's absolutely 100% legal, no trickery, legal enough that he can advertise the service. It ain't free. It's going to cost you about four hundred bucks. But for a twelve thousand dollar bike with no title, I might offer you eight for that bike. Yeah, that's kind of where I was at. I agree. With a title, you're standing tall at twelve thousand. You're going to get your money, but you don't. You, you need a title, and nobody cares if the title said. Previous owner was Joe Casol in Tennessee. Nobody cares as long as the current title is a good, clean Ohio title, and it has the numbers from this motorcycle on it, the scooter on it. Because not having a title shoots you in the foot so hard, it is not. It is worth four hundred bucks because the amount of games that I have played in the past twenty years of my life, waiting for this. Idiot to bring me a title, waiting for that guy to bring me a title. I gave you a title. No, you didn't give me a title. Here's the title there. There's the title. Where's the title? Who's got the title? I gave you the title. Mm. It's in the owner's manual. 400 bucks. You have a title. And it's the most bulletproof title you're ever going to hold. This is a great example of how we can change the value of a vehicle hard to the negative for no title.
1: Well, let me ask you something. Yeah. So, you you some super Vespa fan. Yep. Like like makes everybody here look like they're okay, right? Yeah. They go out and they buy this thing. Since you're saying that like you, there's nothing available for this thing.
0: No, can, can there you, is. Can you actually ride it? So, I've got we've got friends in our yeah. community that do nothing but this bike. This one bike. Okay. And there are panels now that are being remanufactured for this bike there are pieces for this bike that fell out of production and somebody went and bought the tooling because they're so passionate about this bike
1: okay so like if you got it you could ride it a little like you could
0: ride I would ride I would honestly ride this bike and it would break my heart the first time I scratched it or dinged it or dented it but I'd still ride it because you guys know you guys have seen that bike that I ride that's got the tiki's painted all over it and it's kind of rusty and white that's this bike is a GS Mark 1 that bike is a GS Mark II. Yep. So is it more desirable? Well, it has a real glove box. This has a little door in the back of the frame. That typically rots out because it fills with leaves and water. Yeah. But the Mark I is more desirable because there were so few of them made. Yep. And truly, when this bike was built, this thing was obscenely rare. Yeah.
5: And uh, and it didn't get any less rare over time. Yep. I, uh, I always have to counterpoint things. Yeah, please do. <laughs> and I will preface this by saying I wouldn't touch this bike for any dollars yeah. just because it doesn't have a title. Yep. Uh, the problem here is that he's trying to sell it on marketplace in Cleveland, I presume, right? That's where the listing is. Yeah. Yep. So don't do that. Don't do that. You should be listing it on marketplace in Indiana. What what are or I, or some other state where they don't even give a fuck about right. a title. Absolutely. If you go up to New Hampshire, California, well, a lot of states it's like, uh, we don't even want that title. You know. We just take it we just go into the DMV and they'll just give us a title. Texas. Yeah. A yep. good example of that.
2: What I what I wonder about this because we've seen the past couple of years how much idiots bid Viet Bodges up on Meekum. Well, I'm glad and you mentioned that. I wonder, because this is the real deal. The only thing that's wrong yeah. with this bike that keeps it from being 100 point is that it's painted red and not the original white. And right, Well, Tyler, I got bad news for you. They came in red. This was red. This was red. Yeah. This wow. was red it is Uber. Red. Yeah. So this bike. No, was no, red. no, 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 no. So this bike was red. That makes it even rarer than yeah. the white, because the white one is the, every one I've ever seen has been white. But yeah. since it is the red, you know, now I wonder what would happen
0: if you took it to Mika. Right. Boom,
5: boom, boom. boom.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. But here's the, Hey, when hey. he says, and now going to John's point. Yeah. Rare. 29,000. <clears> Twenty nine thousand isn't rare, but it's rare when the model you made after this you made one hundred twenty five thousand of. Yeah, right. So rare, yeah. Okay, twenty nine thousand. So that's, how many are survivors though? That's I mean, I mean, that's yeah. the bigger question. Yeah, because like I said, every <laughs> one of these I have ever seen has been white. That's why I said I've never seen one in red, let alone mm-hmm. had somebody repaint it in red. Mm-hmm. Well, this uh, I had three of these in my in my shop, and one guy from Canada came down and bought all three of them. And I, when I say three of them, these were just frames. Yeah. These were just rusty frames, the occasional fork, maybe a motor, and I had put I had put three of them together, listed it up on eBay. Of course. Yep. And watched these guys go ape shit. And the winner came from Quebec. And Quebec. Quebec. Okay. And he came all the way down and he couldn't give me his money fast enough. <laughs> and I also, I was a little, I was a little bashful in the deal. I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe this guy's willing to pay for this. And of those three bikes, he restored one of them to be chef's kiss. And then the other two, he just parted out and that this bike has a cult following. There's absolutely a cult following. So it's really cool. Um, but I'm so happy he kept it because I know that he was going to sell all his bikes. And I really did think that This had just disappeared to the ether. I had no idea this bike was still hanging around Cleveland. And I'm glad it was. I'm glad it is still hanging around Cleveland. Meekum will not, I looked it up, Meekum will not sell you a bike or sell a bike or a car or a boat if it doesn't have a title. Yeah. So this is useless to any of the reputable auction sites because the first thing they don't want is they don't want to be complicit in a crime.
4: They don't want to get rolled up in somebody else's. Drama,
0: despite yeah. the fact
2: yeah. that Mecum constantly uh, contributes to fraud by selling Vietnamese restorations. Oh. No, they're not
0: contributing to fraud. Let the buyer beware. That's true. If you're buying a 1965 yeah, Corvette on Meekum, don't you think you'd better know something about 65 Corvettes? All right. But also, I mean, like yeah. if, if you're
1: if you're a dude who's a Corvette guy and you want a matching
0: scooter, right?
1: It's mm. just a restoration to him. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't know it's a bot. Like you no, know what I mean? he,
0: like and honestly. I've dealt with these folks before. That bike's never going to run. Yeah. Yeah. That bike's going to be parked in the corner of his Route 66 themed garage. Right. It'll never, it'll be next to the jukebox he doesn't listen to. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Can you take out all the stuff that could leak before I bring it inside, please? Don't (laughs) you? um, uh, Right, right.
0: I, I, I I wonder if I know the guy who took all the fluids out of this bike. oh yeah the cleveland shop the cleveland shop that took every drop of fluid out of this bike i mean the seals haven't been oiled in at least 10 years i (laughs) fogged i fogged the inside of this bike with wax oil yeah i assure you we could have that bike started in five minutes there's no doubt in my mind that a splash of gas and three kicks that thing is going to start uh it it stock motor and everything it's amazing yeah. It is amazing, and when he when he says that it might have fifty miles put on it, he's not kidding. Mm. It might have fifty miles put on it. I would go to his house once a year to winterize his bikes, and I would go there again. He lived in a mansion on uh, late, yeah. on uh, Bratnall.
1: If there was a place to find a story about that, was him. the Tom
0: Jones fella, right? Right. Yeah. And so I went in there in the springtime, and I'd wake all his bikes up. Which meant I got to ride six amazingly cool motor scooters and motorcycles too. He had a Cushman Eagle that was a beautiful bike. Just I've never seen anything nice about Cushman Eagles, but it was fucking gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. He had a purple P200 too that was his daily beater that was fully modded out, like six mirrors, eight mirrors. Nice. But it was like this bass boat purple Oh, that I got to say, it was fetching. Despite <laughs> as ridiculous, it looked like a goddamn Joggle Lake ride. But it was cool. Was all, it was neat. Oh
1: man! Every hot rod or something's always called something grape, like grape ape or grape. Uh, Kevin, or Kevin or Moore ape was
2: it, a thing. Kevin statutory Moore. grape. That's what Kevin, grape.
6: Kevin Moore called it. He said, <laughs> that's what he said.
0: He said statutory. <laughs> the first time he said that, I lost my mind. <laughs> 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 I was like, <laughs> <laughs> statutory grape. You gotta
1: get consent to go fuck fucking statutory.
0: That's
3: it. That's it.
0: So tonight, everybody got to ride the ADV 150 from Honda. Yeah. ADV 150 from Honda. And we'll go around. Dan, what did you think about it?
3: Um, I didn't go very far. But it really eats up the bumps. I mean, I've I've ridden a bunch of the bikes you brought here on the Mm -hmm. cobblestone down the end of the block, and it it does a pretty good job.
0: Tom's street is asphalt, but it joins up to a very old brick street. Oh,
2: yeah, the cobblestones at the end of the... It's uh, violent. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a tough... That is a tough
3: street. I mean, if you've ridden (laughs) another scooter on that street, this one would seem amazing. Yeah,
4: there you go. (laughs) Tom lives adjacent to the Appian Way. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's just I'm, it's just under I'm, the aqueduct <laughs> i am actually
0: really so because given this neighborhood i am surprised that that street is brick i think they i think that street is brick out of this i this funny sense of like history or something
2: like it's the only street in the area that i've come across because i've walked
5: the neighborhood my street was originally brick right and yeah. when they came to redo it there was a whole thing and we had meetings and we were. I was part of the. I want it to be brick. I want to keep yeah, it brick. Right. In fact, I didn't want them to fix it at all because I loved that it was brick, because you couldn't speed up yeah, and it down. I was going to say it keeps because it was slow. Oh, yeah. It was worse. It was had holes and all well, kinds. Like if you went more than twenty five mile an hour up and down that street, you didn't have an oil pan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, but the plow truck drivers could but blast those bricks. When I couldn't
5: fight them yeah. actually doing the work, yeah. I tried to get people to be convinced to do brick. And everybody, would have been, everybody on the street would have had to pay like $500 more. To fix it? To have a brand new brick street. Oh, I'm like, man. wouldn't that be cool? Your house value would be more. Like, we'd be the special It'd street. It'd be a sexy street. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Let's do uh, concrete. That was the <laughs> yeah. cheapest. Yeah. Whatever the cheapest is, let's do the cheapest. There's That's a neighborhood
0: the where your daughter used to go to school. There's a neighborhood in Cleveland by my shop that has like six or eight brick streets in a row, too. So there's this this part of this West Park neighborhood. has got several of these streets that have maintained that. And Chris nailed it. I have seen the snowplow catch a brick and go through a car. The fact that they haven't just immediately gone through and just been like, well, bricks are a bad idea.
5: They're they're incompatible with snowplows. But I've got to you know, wonder like... Those bricks like, are like 100 years old. My house was built in 1922. So right. you have to figure that those bricks had been there for almost 100 years. Well, yeah. trucks and everything like that. The only problem with the street... Was when the city came along and dug it up and repaired the the water pipes and stuff. They didn't replace the brick properly. You know so what I mean? They patched it. Yeah, they yeah. they fucked it up. That's that's how you fuck it up. Yeah, well, it's true. And riding uh
0: when you're hell bent for leather and you hit the end of Tom Street and make a left or a right, you're, the world comes at you pretty quick. Yep. <laughs> it's just you're don't like Don't
3: use the front brake. Don't ever touch the front no, brake. No,
0: no, <laughs> dude. Do you think Honda meant?
1: So when you look at that thing, yeah. it looks like a lady's heads up and her arms are back and she's flying. What? Like look around the top, like the middle right there. It's like a, a robot head with the arms coming
0: down. Nope. And going to, no. Nope. You're well again. That is the yeah. best argument for weed ever because you are seeing shit that isn't <laughs> no,
1: there. No, I mean come on, the
0: flying at, maiden head.
1: Yes, look like the little silver thing that comes down. Her arms come down like that. Like oh like the, it looks like the, a
0: mermaid. The, <laughs> uh...
1: <laughs>
0: That's the problem. Is this bike doesn't have any boobies. Uh, so, Steve, what was your impression of riding the boobies. ADV 150? I thought it was really nice. It
1: um, it had kind of the same power and speed of a buddy, maybe even a little better, but I think that might be because of the variator or whatever is done to it. And that. I
0: yeah. will explain. Thank you for bringing that up. Yep. The previous owner of this bike had changed the variator to a Melosi Multivar, which is Melosi makes a lot of performance parts for automatic transmission scooters. They went to a uh, race-style clutch, which turns the stall. So normally a bike like this would engage the transmission. The back tire would start moving at about 2,200 RPM. And on this one, you have to get that RPM much higher so you're hitting harder. They call it a hit clutch. So instead of getting the back tire moving at some 22 or 2300 RPMs, now it's got to go to 3,000, 4,000 RPM, not 4,000, but pretty high, to get that back tire to move. So you are engaging, and it's like it's literally like letting the revs go up higher before you drop the clutch. That's the effect. And it does make the bike launch quicker, right? Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah.
1: So I mean, uh, um, but you could feel that hit like so it it hit harder than like a buddy. Yeah. Um, but then the better part about this bike was that it felt bigger. It just felt like a motorcycle. Like 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 you were saying when you went down the the cobbles or whatever, didn't even feel them. It just felt like you're riding a motorcycle. Where I've mean, on the buddy, you just you'd feel every you know it's the oh, whole God, fucking yes. way, right? Absolutely. So this thing coming around feels like a motorcycle. It breaks like, like the buddy. There's times when like you're you're using all of the horses. And, and all of a sudden, you have to stop. And you're like, OK, uh, I think I got this covered. I think we're OK here. Whereas on this thing, I grabbed a handful of brake, and I stopped. Like, yeah. it was stopped, stopped quickly. So like yeah, I, I, I was really impressed. And it's comfortable. It's, um, it has to be. I don't know what the wheelbase is. And I don't know what the, the foot to the, the butt ratio is. Yeah. But it's got to be easily 15% more relaxed than a buddy or smaller scooters like that so yeah i liked it a lot that was awesome
0: that's cool john what did you think
5: i hate no I,
0: <laughs>
5: which is, I, I really do echo what cinch is saying about this bike it does the power delivery feels a lot like a buddy i think a buddy has a little more rat rat but that's just me um i love that it's uh, got a little more, well but it's just perkier like and it's right. weird that you'll never match a 125 buddy for that like like it just it, yeah it, it, it's yeah so I, did ever, I did not like the the stall the the clutch on it at all because it's an ADV so I wanted I when I did the trials course in Tom's mm-hmm. backyard yep. it was really <laughs> difficult to, you know like keeping it in the rev range and keeping it moving when I and I wanted to be able to out of the poo yeah I did a little burnout in the poo <laughs> I mean it was good for that yeah. but uh, you know whatever it just like you know. <laughs> But it did have a lot more room, and yeah. I think, though, what you're finding out with riding on the cobblestones is that this has a 13 in the back and a 14 in the front. That's nice. So that's what's really making all the difference over a Buddy, which has 10-inch wheels and tires on it. Yeah.
0: yeah. And that is, te- the 10-inch wheels and tires,
5: boy, that really does, you know, that that holds a bike back. I'm still mystified why it needs a fobe when there's still, like, a switchy thing and why a key fob. I, it didn't yeah. just get a key fob. It would just be better with a key.
0: Yeah, With just a traditional
5: key. I would have been happy with just a
0: key. And I think that my feelings on that, now that we've, I've been dealing with key fobs on certain bikes for over five years. And I have never, not once ever, said, I'm so happy this has a key fob. I have had numerous customers, I've had to go pick up bikes out of people's driveways because the battery died in their key fob.
5: That's not great. It's not like it's got push button start where you just have to, you know, key fob in your pocket, you walk up to the bike, boom, start it up. No, you have to mechanically have to turn a do a thing. Do a key switch type right. maneuver.
0: Exactly. So yeah. man. and a lot of them do work that way. Yeah. A lot of them do work that you still have to mechanically turn a thing that is just a key simulation. That you're just gate electronically gatekeepered away from starting the bike. It's the, the
5: Rubik's Cube. it's the worst yes. of every world, you know. Like <laughs> I just want to have the fob in my pocket. And if I approach it and, and say, it starts right. right up. Right. Well, and I don't even have to touch it. Right. My Harley works that way. So my
0: Harley when is, I sit
5: on it. It starts up.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. If you have the fob,
4: it, when you sit on it, it gives up.
5: <laughs> i did hear a little crunch like but let, let's go ahead and speak to that i was i bounced up and down on it a little bit and it wasn't bottoming out or anything
0: yeah so. and the, the suspension is in the factory setting it's not jacked up in any way it's just the way it is chris what'd you think uh you know i don't have uh
2: too much extra to, to add after uh cinch and okay p whatever. what
5: do you think no. however
2: uh. <laughs> i did think uh as i was driving around west park uh in the dark uh it's
1: it's I think visible to opposing drivers, uh, both changing lanes and 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 turning turn signals and that. So mm-hmm. that's a uh, you know visibility around here in uh, non uh, uh, motorcycle times of the year is is important. So I thought it was very visible. It was comfortable, and uh, you know got up and got away. I noticed front. it did have
5: the aftermarket black aftermarket black tape on the left front turns yes, it does, doesn't does it
0: yeah i have a feeling that it may have gotten away from the previous owner uh the previous owner did put an he aftermarket into the ground yeah i might have uh, he said and there's there's corroborating evidence that he whilst whilst putting it in his trailer his tie-down straps um relocated his left turn signal and there are there is the commensurate damage on the bike from the tie-down straps uh People take an extra fucking five minutes when you tie your bikes down to make sure the straps aren't literally riding across the plastic, because uh, those scars don't heal, and uh, they'll be on your bike forever, and uh, it will depreciate your value when you're selling it to me. Uh, just just a hit tip. You probably, if there wouldn't have been the scratches on that bike, you might have got an extra six hundred bucks out of me.
5: Has a motorcycle ever been built that actually had little loops or something you could just hook your thing? You know, like you know, you I, know we talked about the I, jack, I, the jack's circle. You know, but. Like right. just a little place right here, like, dook, and right. now you're good. Built-in tie-down points. Yeah. Where they should be. Yeah. Right? Your, your, your buddies at uh, Janus have those. Oh, well, there we go. Another good reason why we both love Janus. Janus. Um, my military KLR 650. I love your Janus. And the uh,
0: military KLR 650 and my MT500 military prototype all have multiple rigging points because those are both military vehicles that are designed to go into attack helicopter or not into into cargo helicopters and into cargo cargo aircraft. So part of the DOD's spec in building the bike was there had to be a number of places where you could both tie it down and drop it like, you know, airdrop it. So it's kind of interesting that when, you know, when companies build a bike for the military, they do and they do include those things, but they would never do that for us. So, God bless them. So, uh, so that's it. What'd you think, Pete? Uh, I'm going to say
4: I recognize the Honda build quality. Mm-hmm. It starts, runs, stops as it should. It's not for me. Yeah. I would like to uh, throw a leg over the ADV750 scooter. At yeah. It's not available right? in this country. <laughs> um, but <laughs> as a basis of comparison, what's sitting in my garage right now is a Honda Monkey 125. Right which I think is more sporting than mm-hmm. this. Now, it's a different machine, obviously. And then my F800 GSA BMW, which I rode for about 200 miles today. So, um, big wheels, plush suspension on on the F800. And then getting on this, it's probably a little unfair comparison. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's a solid around town bike, this ADV 150, mm-hmm. but um, I don't foresee
0: one in my garage. Right. Right, I get that. I totally, totally, totally get that. Um, You mentioned the ADV 750. We would be remiss if we did not at least pull up a picture of it for your stroking enjoyment uh, because it is pretty special. And uh, again, way to go, Honda America. There is no chance in shit of us getting this bike anytime in the near future. I, I, but I guess is, while
5: you're... Oh, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, there is one in here. A dude got it in from France into Florida, got it titled, and I almost bought it a couple years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. He had it. It was on ADV Rider. He 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 moved to Florida, had it titled here, and then he got called back to Europe. And he didn't and, and he didn't think he could get it switched back to the European title, so he, he was able to sell it down
4: in Florida. There's and, guys that have ridden these in legit like off-road rallies and competed well really finished yeah. and finished in the money yep
1: yeah these things are sick they're they're basically an nc 750 yeah but but a dtc version of the nc 750 with no, no frunk and like a, a leg over
0: and they do only come as a dtc correct
1: I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. There's no
0: shifting. Yeah, because it's like the new, that a Taljet dragster is going to be with a six-speed transmission. It's right. you know it's going to be a scooter, but it's going to have motorcycle transmission. Right? Yeah. And so that's why it's very exciting. You know, for me, at least, that's kind of cool when you look at something like this and go, oh, but
1: yeah. But everybody you know? was pissed the fuck off that even this thing, because like, th- those wheels would be great for the fucking Africa Twin. You know what I mean? They have those outside spoke. They're fucking tubeless. But the Africa Twin still has the center fucking hub. Uh, You're right. Rhythm. So yeah. when they came out, we're like, okay, well, we're not getting the scooter, but can you at least fucking sell Can us you at the least wheels? give us the
0: wheels? <laughs> that's exactly right. Oh, man, I hadn't thought about that. Uh, I yeah. mean, it is a smaller front, but for road riding, you know, fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah, I, I to totally. Make your Africa Twin into a supermoto. Yeah. Supertard.
1: Well, that's, that's just a guy I mean, in it.
0: That's pretty <laughs> fucking cool. Yeah. So super, super badass. Uh, I love the idea of the. ADV 750 just because it's so fucking weird. I, I just, I, I know that it's, it's not what I would, I would not want a 750cc scooter as such. I would much rather have your motorcycle. You know, I'd much rather have- uh, I, I fell over on my motorcycle today though. What? I wouldn't fall over on this. I had to ah, step off of it. How did you fall <laughs>
4: over? It's a beautiful day. I was on a muddy road and actually I was on this muddy road that said close to all traffic and I passed like six cars down there. One of the cars I passed was a FedEx truck coming the opposite direction. Wait, on the road that said do not. Yeah. And there's a there's a mud puddle. It's like three feet deep, and there's still ice on it because it's in the shade. Right. And there's this like 20-year-old girl driving this FedEx truck. And yeah. I, I said, I think you could get through there. I said, you want me to turn around, and I'll pick a line through it, and you'll see right. how deep it is. And then, as I tried to turn around, um, I probably fell over.
0: <laughs> oh, so you you weren't in the puddle when you no, fell over? No, no, you were just making a slow speed turn, and yeah, exactly. Yeah, front, you know, Did she
5: jump out of the truck and laugh at you no, and start she, kicking dirt on you? She, she backed. <laughs> up. I would have. She backed up past
4: me, and then she backed about a mile out this one way dirt what? dirt road. Yeah, she backed the whole way out because there's the no. Fuck? There was a, it, it was like a, the road was like a causeway. There was swamp. It was in Kilbuck Creek, there's okay. south of here, just south of Worcester, and it's like swamp on both sides of the road and um there was not width to turn around so she backed all the way out of there so okay dude that's risky i mean like so you were out today it was not warm no oh and it so was if
1: you were going through two today. foot of water that's pretty because <laughs> if you got wet out there that's that's a cold ass ride back yeah it would have been
0: yeah. yeah oh man yeah, speaking of not warm today man. i was i looked at the i looked at the thermostatic device on my phone and i was like it's going to be 55 today. Yeah. I am riding in. Sh- Shorts, Hawaiian shirt. You were ready to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I got my winter pants on. I got my, my you know, I got I put, I have gear. Mm-hmm. So I geared the fuck up. And when I left my house, it said 38. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, boy, it better heat up a whole lot between here and, you know. You better go fast. Yeah. Better go fast. And I was on the ADV, right? So by the time I got to the shop, eh, you, know, kind of, you know, and I test rode eight bikes today, right? I was back and forth to the gas station eight times, rocking around the neighborhood, having a great old time. And at the middle of the day, sun's on my face. I was feeling fantastic. You know, no helmet, (laughs) you know, light pair of gloves on. And I'm just like, this is fucking great. And then by the time I came over to here, well, the sun went away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 You take away that space heater and we are just fucked again. And it got it got chilly quick, and I'm looking forward to tonight's ride home.
1: Yeah, it's not going to be. good. I'm going to
0: stop at my shop and get a different helmet.
1: I was going to tell you because, yeah. like, when I left my, it, it was 13 degrees warmer here. Yeah, like when I left my house, it was already down to 41. We
0: have the lake keeping us warm. Yeah, yeah, the lake does heat sink for us a little bit. Yeah, it's a, uh, it was pretty nipplish. <laughs> it's not going to tomorrow's supposed to be nice too. I was so. out
4: from 12 to four. That you was were like the sweet spot. That is the it sweet was spot. Like in the 50s the yeah. whole time. Yeah.
0: Everybody who has a motorcycle in Cleveland had it out today, I swear. I
4: saw quite a few guys yep. out on the road,
0: yeah. Yep. I, and I knew I was in good form when I was shooting down the road on the ADV and going the other way was an Africa Twin. <laughs> and he gave me the big, oh, he was so excited to see another ADV bike. And then he realized what it was. <laughs> yeah. So he got to that three quarter point where he realized it wasn't a motorcycle because the front of that damn thing looks just like a motorcycle. Like they've gone to a lot of effort to make sure that thing does not look like a scooter. And when he saw that I was on a 150cc scooter, he was like, oh, eh, well, that's still cool. The cool thing would be
4: to show up some kind of a adventure rally on one of these 750 adventure yeah. scooters. And yeah. guys are like looking down their nose at you. because oh, they're yeah. on their, like KTM 1190 Supers or but, something.
0: I would be having the 150 badges on this one.
4: Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah, pass, I would be having the 150 batches, Passing these
4: guys in like gnarly stuff. And parking or... on the sidewalk. Yeah, that'd
0: yeah, be awesome. Yeah, I would be all over yeah. that. I'd, that would be the best thing. Yeah, what do you mean? Oh, it's a moped. Yeah. It's fine. We're cool. We're cool. The uh, I, I was I was very much, uh, I'm looking forward to riding tomorrow, too. I'm going to enjoy that. I'm going to enjoy that quite a bit. The uh, It's Christmas time at the shop. We had one dude, and I always tell the story every year. I will always give you guys the report. The Cleveland Moto Christmas Miracle. I had a guy call me. Fucking drunk. <laughs> fucking drunk. You were or he was? He was. <laughs> but I got even drunk. worse. L- but I got drunk later. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> he called up. When somebody goes online, you can, you can actually use the Vespa website and you can think that you're buying a scooter online. It'll even take your credit card number. It's not, you're not really buying a scooter online, but what you're doing is they're letting the dealer know they're, they're forwarding all that information to their local dealer and their system kind of is kind of lame because you'd think that if you went on this computer right now and said, I'd like to buy this red Vespa, whatever, that I would get an email instantly because that's how fast email works. But no, Vesper for some reason sits on it and lets it croisen or something for like a week or two, you know, <laughs> really like. gets, gets jumps right on, you know, jumps right on our, uh, our people that want to spend money. Cause you know, nothing like a good lead than letting it sit. Right. <laughs> so I, uh, good marketing plan guys. You're really helping me out. It's called so letting the market mature. It is letting the market mature. And so when I call these people 90% of the time, they're like, about time you fucking called me. Right? Well, when I called this guy, it happened to be like, yeah, yeah, hold on, turn the, turn the band down. Okay, we got Vespa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, you sent, an, you sent an order in for six Vespa 50s. Are you building a ride? Is this the Shriners or something? That's what <laughs> I think. Oh, yeah. I thought he was going to make a carousel or something. I was like, six Vespa 50s. So you have five friends and you don't want to go fast. Oh, that's funny. Do you have a Do you have a community on Putin Bay on the island or something? Like, what's your deal, man? Uh, uh, and so they're Quakers, yeah, they're Quakers. And he was so he was so like Oneida. He was so genuine about the entire thing. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm I. I decided this year I'm buying everybody in my family a Vespa. All right. But I had that. There was that little hint of like he was speaking in cursive, right? <laughs> Just a little hint of the schlish and the schlosh and he'd been drinking. And I looked down, and it was 4.36 p.m. on a Wednesday. Party flags flying.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wet brain Wednesday. (laughs) And so I kept getting details
0: from him, things you have to give when you're buying a vehicle. And all the things where somebody who's not really ready to make the purchase they normally fade on, he was powering right through. Social security number? Yeah. Okay, do you want me to title these all in your name, or do you want them to be in the names of the individual recipients? Well, why does that matter? Well, you do need to put license plates on these. I need to put license plates on these fucking things? Yeah, yeah, you do. That's that's handled by a different department, however. (laughs) (laughs) This guy... So we eventually discover that we're going to do them in six different names. Now, if you've ever tried to get... A drunk to give you his phone number? Oh, jeez. Chris couldn't give me his wife's phone number earlier. Right. He tried three times. We called two different people. He just knew I think he just called Chris a drunk. <laughs> no, he was sober. That was the problem. Is he wasn't? So, he was sober. But this fella is trying to give me. He was trying to give me phone numbers. Did you check his underwear? She usually writes it in there. <laughs> Denise is on it. The, uh, if found, please call. Front back the uh but the guy did we we somehow muddled through this conversation we've somehow muddled through a purchase order and I said it's okay if I hit your credit card six times for these deposits right yeah it's fine it's no problem and I said well what's your uh what's your email address and I'm not going to say the name of his company but you might have heard of it and I was vetting him in this conversation because I knew there was a party going on and I think he might have been showing off a little bit at the party. About like, you know, hey, I just ordered a box of toilet paper from Amazon. It's going to be here tomorrow. He just ordered six Vespas in the same amount of effort. Yeah. Okay. Dude follows through on the credit card numbers. Yeehaw. Says they must be in my driveway December 23rd. And I went, Okay. We can do that. And I got off the phone with him because he was hammered and losing patience. I called him back two days later. I said, there is absolutely no way on God's green earth I can get you six Vespa 50s by December 23rd. The world doesn't work that way.
4: How many were in your pocket at the time?
0: One. One. We keep one Vespa 50 in my shop for just that reason. Uh, Because... Vespa makes me keep one, and, but because there's always somebody who's like, I want one for a raffle prize. Oh, you want a Vespa? Yeah, but I don't want to spend any real money, so give me the Vespa 50. We don't care who the winner of this raffle is going to be. You know, they'll just trade it in for a 150 later. So I called the guy back. I gave him you know, two days to <coughs> marinate on it. We made sure his deposit went through. I finished, I finished vetting him and looking up his entire family history and his company's history and everything else to make sure that this was the guy, right?
1: Are deposits refundable? No. Nope.
0: Not according to Judge Judy uh, or, or People's Court, Judge Milan. But here's the fun part. I called him back and I said, hey, two things. Your group of six people that you're buying these Vespas for. I don't want to be rude, but are anybody in the group around 200 pounds? Why? Well, because a Vespa 50, she don't like anybody over 200 pounds. And if you're going to be on the streets, like a 35-mile-an-hour street, a Vespa 50 might eventually get up to 35 miles an hour. Eventually. If you have a big run-up area in a week. And he went, oh. And I said, are you planning on taking these down the hill into the metro parks? He lives in the metro parks. And he goes, I have to take them down the hill into the Metro parks and I've already Google earthed his house, his driveways better part of a mile long and it's fucking steep. Right. And it's got twists and turns and shit. And I was like, Hmm. Okay. He goes, yeah, my driveways. I said, yeah. Okay. Then do you know that for only $1,300 more per bike, we can upgrade you to a one fifty that I have 62 of in stock and I won't have to call anybody. He... They can be there by the 23rd. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Garen goddamn-teed. And he was just the happiest guy ever to spend an additional $9,000. <gasps> Game on. I've never, Merry Christmas, everyone. Wait. This will be my shining star on top of the tree. Oh, yeah. Example for the next several years about anybody who comes into my shop that takes longer than 40 minutes to buy a bike. Because this guy outfitted his family with six Vespas, drunk, over the phone, sight unseen. That dude has power. That dude has balls. That dude pulled it off like a pro. And I got people coming in having a 17-minute conversation about red seat, black seat, or brown seat. Like, just fucking pick one, man. I'll put, I'll bolt it on for you. I know people couldn't order a meal in a
4: restaurant for six people in 40 minutes.
0: <laughs> Dude, I bought a house on mushrooms in 40
1: minutes. So.
0: Oh, I bought this house in 40 minutes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. The house sure. was on mushrooms. Oh, the, 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 no, that, I was. I told you guys. It was awesome.
1: I was like, you know what? I'm never buying another house. This is going to be my last house. I'm Let's like it, done right? this before. Yeah. I'm like I want to be fucked up, so I snacked on a few little mushrooms. It was a good enough fun time. Well,
2: I mean, I mean, the best part literally was you. You sent me a picture. You sent me the listing, and I went, "Phil, I can't afford a down payment."
0: It it doesn't matter. I own it. It's already been purchased. It's already been purchased. It's already been owned. Yeah, that 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 bird's flown, baby. That bird is gone. It's like yeah. well, I guess I'm not getting out of
5: this. Okay, who? I'm looking at Cinch's speed loader for his vaporizer. <laughs> no shit, he does have a speed loader.
0: Yeah. So, what oh, the okay, fuck? it going. You got your shells, dude. See? Oh, you do have shells. You're lo- literally, you're loading that thing up like it's a goddamn blunderbuss. You got a ramrod for that? Yeah, there you nice. go. Nice. Ah, uh-huh. Nice. All right. If you have a computer and you like motorcycles, you have been unable to ignore this past week a thing called the elephant treffin.
2: Huh. Yeah. The second uh, reference to that today. Well, that's, you know, you say that, and until you guys brought it up, I hadn't seen it. But after I saw it, I was really into it.
0: So, it's really cool.
4: I got a buddy in Seattle. He texted me this afternoon about 2 o'clock. He said, have you ever heard of the elephant trap? And I was like, of course I have. Of Of course
0: I have. Oh, go ahead. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. That's the only right answer, by the way. Of course I have. Have you not? What rock are you living under? I responded
4: to him. It is one of the OG ADV
0: events. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it really is and so here's what i have to say i have fucking wanted to do the elephant treff since i found out it existed when i lived in germany a long time ago i have had the weirdest boner for this and to uh pete go ahead and tell us what you know about it tell the people at home
4: it's uh someplace down in Bavaria in the foothills of they, the Alps. They,
0: it's in it's-
1: the something cauldron. The the, the witches uh, the devil, something colder, like the cold. The frozen tit in, in Bavaria, but they only give you coordinates. It's not even a town.
4: It's well, just, they have it in the winter, and it's yep. in the Alps. So yep. let's start there. Yep. Yeah, it's a good place to start, guys. Generally, show up in uh, the Alps. Side uh, cars start. are very uh, popular there. So one, so you can bring all the shit you're going to need to stay warm, and two, so you don't fall over in the snow. <laughs> but uh. you know what? You know
1: what's really awesome about it, though. They they unlike mid Ohio and places, they stipulate. No fucking side by sides, no four wheelers, no cars of any kind. And if it's three wheels, it can be decided whether or not it's acceptable
4: by
2: your peers. Oh, really?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's interesting.
2: You can be voted off the island.
3: Yeah.
4: Sorry. Okay. I Pete, think guys you bring listen? like sidecars full of like hay. And oh, like yeah. They
2: bring like.
3: I think it said no MP3s. <sighs> Did it really
2: say that? I mean, that's it literally. It
3: said no three wheel vespa. Oh. <gasps> hmm. oh, my
0: God. What am I going to do after I get it running, though? I don't care. I'm actually really happy <laughs> that they made that rule. I know that. I know that's going to make me devil the fucking tripping. devil to a lot of people.
4: Well,
2: see that right there
0: so is a honestly, side, right
4: there sidecar. That looks like one of the better years. From some of the footage I've seen, it's like you're up to your balls in snow. Yeah,
0: yeah, for real. For real. I mean,
2: not just any any sidecar. That's a Ural
0: well like an old one i'm almost convinced that this rally has been happening for well over 30 and years another to government. give people a place to use their girls. i'm pretty sure it's 50 years this year i think it's the 50th it? anniversary i think yeah, wow. yeah. i okay. think I when out. i lived in germany it was happening and yeah. i had some friends that went and they said phil you must come with us to elephant treffen you will love it it's great and i had a 1969 BMW R69 at the time with two wheels and $8 tires, right? And they said, no, you'll, you have army, you have all the army things. You have your tent, you have your suit to keep you warm. You will, you will love this. And I said, where is it? And at the time we had just, just barely got done having a wall, right? The wall was still in talks. So there was a wall there. And they were having it so close to the wall, to the Czech border. I thought it. Yes, I thought it, it was right in. by that Graffenveer Honsfeld, that Graffenveer area, that beautiful Grafenweier Partenkirchen kind of beautiful area. And I said, "Oh, that sounds fucking great." And yeah, I talked to my. Let's back that up one second. Yeah, Garmisch. Is Garmisch. The Garmisch part, thank you, Garmisch. Garmisch, Garmisch. Partenkirchen. Garmisch. Garmisch. is a different place. Right. That's right. Grafenvir is. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, All but right. it's Garmisch. Garmisch was yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, you're absolutely right. I should have fucking gone yeah. because you don't go, and then everybody comes back. And yeah, now we
1: want to go, and you have to. Yeah, it, there's a lot of logistics now. I,
0: I including was including freezing your ass off. Yeah, I was in the army. I could have literally been like, it's a long weekend. See you guys. bis done, right? Mm-hmm. And that would have been it. The guy comes back, and he's like, there was a guy who had a dirt bike with a sidecar that was made of wood. it <laughs> was a canoe. In the sidecar, he had three chickens. And every morning, he had ch- eggs for breakfast, and every night, he had a chicken dinner nice. for three nights. So he went in with three chickens and left with no chickens. <laughs> and he said, the, the, the road usually gets pretty beat up.
5: Going in. Breakfast and dinner. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what he said. He had eggs for breakfast every morning Mm -hmm. and he had a chicken for dinner every night. Microphonic. Super easy. But here's what's fucking wild, though. He burnt his sidecar. Because he said, historically speaking, when we go into this place, it's bad. It's tough. Bikes have problems getting into the destination. But after three days of assholes coming and going, it gets pretty beat down. And the snow isn't there anymore, it's just mud. So he said, usually when we leave, the sidecars are more of a hindrance than they are a helper. So on the way out, having one less wheel is not a bad thing. So the dude literally burnt his fucking sidecar as part of his, you know, combustibles. Exit strategy, genius, genius. And he said he also had a spare wheel now for the bike. Had should something happen to happen on the way home. So this is an amazing event. There's just no. They lay down hay, so it's not you know terribly terribly awful.
5: Well, you, as you know, Piper's getting an exchange student in March. We're going to have a Ooh. And then she's going to go over there in June. And Peggy really fancy she's like, "You know, I've talked I see all this stuff where, you know, these people become lifelong friends with their exchange student families and stuff." And I'm like, "Okay. Yeah. I mean, we have an extra house." so like hey if you want to come to from germany and stay in our house like you just got to put us up when we come there fuck yeah who knows maybe you know this kid comes over and her father's like a motorcyclist i'm like oh well bring your parents next time and you can have a bike and when i come there you can have a bike john i like the watch okay (laughs) i feel sorry for you but (laughs) so don't blink
0: (laughs) the long and short of it is the elephant and or the it, yeah. <laughs> This will
5: only take a second. And you're going to fill a pinch and it'll be over it, just in just
0: over a second. The long and short of it is.
1: And <laughs> once you get past the spell,
0: 89 <laughs> was the first year that these guys ran it, but it's been going on since 1956. Yeah. Wow, that far back. Yeah. Elephant and Treffen. And they said it's, yeah, they, uh, they, snow is guaranteed first weekend of February. Uh, oh,
5: I could go for my birthday.
0: See, this is perfect. You know,
2: you know what the Germans have yet to experience mm. the bourbon, the fairy. bourbon fairy. Oh,
0: I think the bourbon
2: oh, I fairy. I bet you that fucker would, would go be with a, a really huge ball <laughs> of
1: fucking oh, timber,
2: dude. You're gonna say a victory in world war. Wow, <laughs> okay. oh, you know, nice. you know, the
0: third one's coming up real quick. You might not want to go that way. Oh, man, I, I have to say there is there is nothing there is nothing about this event that bothers me i actually enjoy hanging around in the cold well,
1: and you say and if
0: if there will be fire that's what they say so on the on the
1: promotion that i saw there yeah. better be fire it said you, there you will notice that there are no live bands or djs or performances because there are none needed nah. because of the nature and conversations that take place Amen, you, while walking around, enough nations are represented that you'll hear up to ten different languages, yeah. and in some camps, three different languages with people not speaking the same language and they're still talking. That's that's great. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's it's, the best thing ever. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We'll meet you in Spanish.
1: Yeah,
2: right. Yeah, good luck. So this is now our um, our push for our new Patreon. So if nah. you have a friend or a friend yeah. of a friend. <laughs> Yeah, that has I, not yet listened to us being drunk, yeah. acting like jackass. If you know
1: some rich guy that wants to set up seven bikes and fly a bunch of dudes over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: um, the. I think the year that I didn't go in retrospect, I think it was at Nurnbergering. So I think the year that I didn't go, it was Nuremberg Ring. I'm almost positive. So they moved it
4: really far around?
0: Did I throw an extra N in there?
1: Nuremberg is where they had
0: the trials after the war. That's right,
5: right, right. Nuremberg, right. I can tell you why I know this. Because in
4: 1986, when I was in Germany, I got into country in April. And I'm going to say, like, May or June, one of the first times I'm going to go explore somewhere. Um, We're going to go to the Nuremberg Ring to watch the uh, Grand Prix motorcycle races. Fuck yeah, yeah. I get on a train, and I go to Nuremberg. Oh, you did? Yeah, I went the wrong direction. Yeah, so, you totally did. So from Frankfurt to Nuremberg, you're going southeast. You're southeast. I needed to go kind of northwest. Yes, to you did. To the Nuremberg ring. Right, exactly. Um, a kind-hearted train conductor mm. realized my mistake, did not charge me extra. told me to get you tra- around. Get off the next platform, get on the train, go in the other direction. And uh, I did make it to the uh, You did the Grand Prix in uh, 1986, <sighs>
0: yes. So, But you didn't go to the Nuremberg ring. No, I didn't. Which is a different racetrack.
4: Correct. With I assume a, there's with a
0: more With a more storied history.
4: Uh, no, no. I, I'm, I, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so I did not make that one. It's...
0: When, when somebody says, you know, we're going to the Nuremberg Ring, there may be a trials event. But when somebody says they're going <laughs> yeah. to the Nuremberg Ring, there's a trial, all right. Yeah, so,
2: right. So you mentioned that, and apparently February 16th, which is coming up, that's exactly where it is.
0: Nuremberg Ring? It's Nuremberg Green. Nuremberg, Ring? Yep. Nuremberg Ring. So Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's the. So I'm going to tell you guys be careful because there's more than one elephant and Ah. Okay. <gasps> that's right. <laughs> really? So Elephanten. that one Elephanten Elephanten is Alta's elephant trephin. So. For elephant. All right. So elephant and the Alta's elephant and ah. is the Alta cockers. That's mm. <laughs> the older event. And then this one that's getting all the press right meow. Is the uh, one that's been running since 1980, right? Ah, so yeah, or, yeah. So I, like I, think
5: the, I like Southern. I like the idea of Southern Bavaria because mm-hmm. when I was in Germany as an exchange student, we went to the Schwarzwald or the Black yeah. Forest, yeah. yeah. And I I vaguely remember that, but I just was like, oh, it's a town made out of cuckoo clocks. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. <laughs> Literally, like, every building <laughs> is a cuckoo clock. Yeah,
0: just needs to be. But you mechanized. Know, you know, the, 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 we were on a
5: bus, but I just remember the bus ride just being scenic and yeah. beautiful and through forests. And- <clears throat> Tom
0: brought up a good point. He said February 16th. And yes, I did look up the, the dates and it, it is that the Alta Elephant and Treffen takes place two weeks after the Elephant Treffen, the rally. So there's the one happening where Chris had pointed out by the Czech border. And then there is another one two weeks later happening at Nürburgring. Nurburgring. Ner- you know what? You know what's,
1: <laughs> you know what's kind of neat about this? I think it it, it kind of puts it over for <laughs> me. Is the fact that a lot of these dudes probably just have their elephant the treffen bike. Like like we have our mid Ohio oh, bike. So yeah. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. probably save up, build this shit all year, and that's oh, yeah. their fucking bike to go to the the rally. You yeah.
0: Know? Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah right? That's really cool. Yeah. That's their that's their mid Ohio bike, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, it makes perfect sense because it is a specialized application of force. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I mean, they probably got spikes and fucking knobs. For year, I mean, a few
2: shit. years ago, I mean, many,
0: many, many,
1: many
2: years well, ago, the guy, the guy figured out how to take how many chickens he needed to take three, and
0: well, well how many days to gonna make gone, the sidecar out of wood so he right. could burn it. Yeah, like this guy had it down. Honestly, oh. that is the same level of preparation Steve puts into going to mid Ohio, right? Because <laughs> I've seen what he puts inside of a
5: Hyundai fucking accent, right, right. right. I think yeah. you need it's a tent. car that keeps on giving. You need yeah. a tent. You yeah. Need a good sleeping bag, right? And a single burner stove. Yep. Yeah, but the, and you'll be just fine. I, I can't cast well, iron pot. Nope, nope,
2: nope, nope. Hey, Phil. No, but ask you a question. Okay. How many bottles of schnapps?
0: Whoa. Okay, I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the basic math here. <laughs> Three days. The snow, you can drink the snow. So the snow, you can use the snow for ice. You need four 750-milliliter bottles of Strong Spirits per day. Rupple You definitely need some 100-plus proof peppermint-type schnapps for sure. But here's my thing is it takes a village. So in the takes a village concept, this is going to be like when you go to uh, Vinoxmacht and you get the little quarter on your neck with the little wine shot glass in it. And, like, people just fill that shit up for you. And I've been around Germans long enough to know that you'll never go thirsty. Yeah. So I think if you have four bottles, you're going to be enough to make sure that you can contribute to the party and also enjoy the party. I don't think you're going to need a lot beyond that. I might pick up about four feet of sausage yeah big chunk of cheese and a big old chunk of cheese yeah yeah and i would be it would be food that doesn't need to be heated so much right but would be better if it were heated yeah i don't think you need to go in there with your you know uh yeti cooler and all that like fancy camp and shit i think this is a good spot for that spoon i gave you guys last week uh that might be the only bit, bit of kit you need. So my my glamping yeah, gear is totally dude, out.
1: I I have a feeling like like every dude like not every dude but like yeah. like guys especially for years and years and years I guarantee you a lot of dudes take pride in bringing a
0: dish
2: or like uh like remember like our dude Mike who Whoa. makes the sandwiches oh, like he's one of those
0: guys. There's one of those guys in every group, man. Right, right, well, right, right. It's
2: it, it band camp where they yeah. have the the lesbian
0: potluck. Right, that's true. That's absolutely true. Like, this is totally
2: yep. a communal thing. You yep. need a communal
0: thing. I'll bet you there's a group of guys that have been doing this for 40 fucking years, yeah. yep. and they just know, okay, he's going to bring three rabbits. <laughs> I bet you I bet <laughs> you these <laughs> guys are so down, yeah. they probably have just tents that they set up pepper. together. Just bring they, four they, uh, MREs for you. They, <laughs> one a day. Uh-huh. So, you know that I used to go to rallies and stuff in Germany when I was in the military, and I would always, my, my preparation of going to a rally would be I would jump on my bike. I would have whatever I was wearing and I would take four or five MREs. And then I would stop at the class six and pick up a couple, three bottles. And that was how I'd roll to every rally I ever went to. And when I got there, I don't think I personally consumed one calorie of one MRE, but it's the best trading fodder on the planet. So when the Germans who are going to the rally see you roll up and you bust out an MRE, and you cut open that MRE, you have everybody's attention. And they, all they want to do is trade. And I'm like, okay, four or five MREs can actually go a long way. It's a lot of calories. And I would trade those things. And if you've ever been in the military, you'll know that the MRE is, it has negative dollar value. You, know, you can't get rid of the things. And being able to take four or five of them to a rally and just be like, yeah, man, you've never had this? Sure, dog and vulture loaf. It's delicious. And you'd get traded real good food for it. Like, like never have to actually worry about a meal because people would just be like, oh, well, over here, we're having this delicious thing. But also, it was the 80s, 90s. Your average German punk rocker could run for three days on absolutely no food whatsoever. Like, just beer. Just straight up liquid lunch, liquid dinner, the whole deal. Never
5: never seen him eat a real calorie. We Uh, used to go on canoe trips, and the most important thing was... Each of us, it was four days. We needed four cases of beer per man (laughs) because we were going up for the May 2-4, which you're supposed to drink a 2-4 every day. That's that's where you get your calories from. (laughs) (laughs) We had all of our food eaten by some, maybe a bear or like 20 fucking raccoons. I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All I I saw was an
5: embarrassing one. Yeah, it was 20 raccoons in a bear suit.
0: Right? It was called Super Tanuki. Yeah. Raccoon Bear Dog. But we were just
5: fine because we had Labatt's 50. Oh, you were? Yeah. So we we just, just, like, yeah. That's
3: that's liquid to to bread.
5: And, build, and just build an amazing can pit. Oh, my God. Fucking crushing them. Uh, wow. Warm 52, not cold. You're not going to keep things cold for four days. No, you're not.
4: And well, that would be no. the benefit of the elephant is the yeah. their food's not going to spoil. You can bring anything you want. And yep. it's, it's going to stay good because it's like beer's going to be
0: cold. That's, yeah, I mean, you guys, I know a lot of people are like, oh no, no, that's not for me. That's not for me. This is the first thing I've seen that is like this is right up my goddamn yes. alley. You know, yeah. th- again, I have yeah.
2: so one of the few patron one of the few patreons that I contribute to is a friend that does um, Hammer dulcimer. But like Victoria, Renaissance era Dulcimer, and he goes and busks in Italy and all over Europe half the year and then comes back and plays. And a lot of his Patreon money is for him to go and do this stuff. And so to look at this and go, well, you know, this would be a lot more content.
0: <laughs> it would be. It a would be. A lot of content. Yeah. It is, I, I'm not going to lie, every picture I look at is about 70% sidecars, right? Yeah. About se- about 70%. Well, that's how you carry your camping gear. About 70% sidecars. And what you w- burn for heat. I'd want to go. I'd be
4: happy even going to this, riding in a sidecar to get there. I don't even have oh, to yeah. go, just but you know,
1: have you ever seen that shot of the dude on the on the GS, the old like eleven hundred, and he's got
0: like the skis built into the side? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I want. And that is completely home confabulated. Yeah, like, man, there is no. That, so this yeah.
3: rally was started by Zundap sidecar guys yep. back in fifty six.
0: Oh shit, that tracks. That
3: yeah, totally that totally
0: fucking sense. tracks. Like, yeah,
2: ah, fuck you, motorcycle.
3: Because uh, uh-huh. you gotta,
2: you gotta, let's see, you gotta fly there, fly, fly the closest. Mm-hmm. Airport mm-hmm. to there Munich, and yeah. then buy a bike of
5: dubious nature. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I just tried to buy like a two fifty dual sport. That's exactly <laughs> right, right. right, man. Yeah, that is exactly right. And then
2: you got to buy a, a pair whatever Country. you don't bring schemes, with you. Dude. You got to stop off of the market.
0: I think oh. that I honestly think that. Okay, oh, we've ridden our little twelve inch wheeled bikes at Sleepy's property. There, there you yep. go. In the snow, right? Yeah, And it it goes from being hard to being broken. Like, it goes from hard to being not possible. Yeah. I tried to get my bike from your pond to your garage with carbide screws in the tires. Right. And I couldn't do it. It was hard. I could not fucking make it happen. I had no problem.
1: well, ah. you, yeah. <laughs> if you get to a certain level or a certain height, it ain't going anywhere. Right? Man. It's not moving.
5: Looks like a curling black label.
0: <laughs> what do we have? So John has presented <laughs> us each with a Santa Claus wrapped, Merry Christmas can of sorts.
5: Merry kiss my ass.
3: Okay. Nah. I have found
0: nah. testicle power. Oh, powder. dude, yeah. Oh, testicle no. power. I know dude what this is.
1: Fuck yeah. What? Yeah. This was from our trip last. Oh, fuck oh. yeah, John! Nice done, nicely done. That's money, dude. This is
5: good on anything, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Vegetables, fish, meat, whatever. Yeah, French yo, fries, either right out of the Again. can. This is in this, this is a good good and universal For seasoning. A good on stuffed cabbage. Yes, yes, it's good on uh, stuff. It's yes. good on and everything because we so it have, makes everything Becky a little bit made better. made us stuffed cabbage. Oh tonight. yeah, so we have stuffed cabbage hey, for you,
2: you know, I did. I mean, thank you, group. John.
5: Put it on a steak. I mean, put it on I, chicken.
2: I did just go. I just did did just go back Pop, to the homeland. Pop it open, taste it. Did go back to the homeland. I'm not going to taste mine because
0: I'm going to ride a motorcycle. home, so And be messy.
2: In addition to bringing back some herb sand, yeah. I did bring back a. F- a ton of uh, crawfish uh sausage. So that's oh, going nice. to be the next
5: couple of weeks. No, it says Cajun. It's not really hot. It's just flavorful. No, no, no. It's flavorful, yeah. no but
1: when we were down at the Blue Ridge Mountains last year, we John opened the cabinet was like, "Fuck yeah." And we're like, "What?" And he started putting the shit on everything. Really? And it was he, in the it was in the house. Yep. And then he liberated the oh. liberated the wax like, Oh, they guy. got another
2: brand new can back there. Oh, I'm shit, taking bro. it. <laughs> oh. shit, bro. That's out of Kentwood. It's really good, That's all right. Man. You know what else out of Kentwood, right? Britney Spears. Is that it? I
0: have no idea what you're talking about. I don't think so. He so lost Kentwood.
2: Me. Kentwood, Louisiana. Okay.
0: okay. The, uh, <laughs> interesting. They make uh, water. It's great. Yeah. I, thank you, John. That's fucking cool, man. That's one of those things, like the day I got introduced to tahini, oh, my yeah. life changed. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like the day I got introduced to adobo, my
5: life changed. Mm-hmm. I mean broccoli. There are right, it doesn't broccoli. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't care. Doesn't it care. Doesn't care. <laughs> they call that guy, uh, that guy's well, yeah, called bro. stale cracker. He's like, you put this on a stale cracker to make it
6: taste nah, good. Bro. <laughs> uh,
4: that's what it says right on the back
5: there. You know, I like it.
0: Yep, yep, yep. I fucking like it. The uh God that's, that's badass, man. That is badass. Oh,
2: I am a boy, channel. Huge fan. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's super cool. Oh, I bet you'd be good at a
2: popcorn spice. Too, oh yeah,
3: man.
5: It, definitely. I've done it. Oh, oh
2: can you put down your vape cool. machine? <laughs> you don't Very want to. Nice. It's probably got uh probably got mace on
5: it. Get a little capsaicin. A little yeah. capsaicin for you. Here's so,
0: um, you guys may recall. Uh, not that long ago, That's some good stuff. We'd uh, we talked about how CF Moto is just like fucking blowing up, man. Right? Well, uh, they did uh, they did uh, announce that they are having a a bit of a well, they're having a hierarchy change at CF Moto, and uh, so uh, you may have a new boss if you're hearing this right now and you work at CF Moto you you may have a new employer you may have a new boss you may have somebody new cuz a lot of the management at cf moto apparently is being rotated So, uh, (laughs) rotated, uh, rotated, turning Uh, you around and bending you over. So, uh, basically the, 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 the moto or Komodo family of brands, a leading force in the motorcycle aftermarket parts and apparel industry announced today that Zach Parham has been elevated to the president and chief executive officer of Komodo in a succession plan that has been previously approved by the board of directors. Yay. Great. Okay. That's all I'm going to say about it. It's news. Uh, that's all I got the, whatever you want, Pete. I'll take I, any kind of beer. you want to, to bring, bro. Was, just not non-alcoholic.
2: For for the record, I was on the money. Britney Spears, Pete, all the top ones. Those are all
1: NAs. There the you top. go. So yeah, bro. You can have any of them, dude. Is the, that a, uh, Pete, uh, is
2: there a Christmas ale over there? There might be some left.
1: <laughs> Sorry, poor Pete's being. People are hearing us. I was going to say it's. We're on, inter- we're
5: on intermission. You we just don't know it. You just Let, happen to be here. Let's yeah. all go to the lobby. <laughs>
2: Pete just throw them like you got a t-shirt cannon.
0: So I'm not going I'm not sure if we read this, but we have podcast listeners and we have Patreon members. Oh yeah. And I'm not I want to make sure that no Patreon member doesn't get their fucking voice. Absolutely. If you're a Patreon member, I'm going to make sure you yeah, get yeah. your voice. Chris Brewer sent us a message said, "Hey, did did I did, did I not send you an email?" And or did you not read it, honestly, Chris? In all the confusion, I seem to have lost count. Uh, so, did he fire five shots? Did he fire six? I don't know. But here's what I do know: is I'm going to read your email. Incoming hate mail.
5: Hey.
0: Here I was. My ser- favorite. Yeah, that's that's why I exist. That's what I live for. Here I was searching for you guys all around Barber, looking through every oh. row of the swap meet. Uh oh. <laughs> I brought a southern delicacy called Conica sausage.
2: Conica, yeah, the guys at uh, the guys from Mobile always keep that at the front, yeah.
0: But I guess it's true what they say. No, I'm don't sorry. Don't meet your heroes. Well, screw you guys. I love Barber. Conica. It's awesome. Yes, and I we agree. don't want Johnny Mac there anyway. Yes,
1: new bourbon fairy at Barber. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've been disinvowed,
5: dude. Konica. Yeah. I've been what? I, I can tell you I immediately <laughs> am sorry because if Dis- you'd have brought vowed. some sort of special sauce. St- no, no, is good word. stuff. Let it does make up. me wish I had met you. The the guys from Mobile always have. I it. fucked up at, th- at this point it, he knew he fucked up. Yeah. I fucked up. So guys, okay. I'm gonna
4: I'm gonna lead you down there do by do the nose next year.
5: We're not even a third of the way done yet, boys. Correct. Let's okay. go. Oh.
0: But something good did happen, at Barber. My girlfriend has been getting interested, and she liked an SRF 135, which got me thinking: What would you suggest a good beginner bike for your girlfriend? SR, SRF 135, Grom, TNT 135, which is the same as an SRF
5: 135.
0: Yeah, 302s, hmm. or something else like the CB 500X. I don't know.
5: First, I'm gonna need to see pictures of your girlfriend. (laughs) We're not doing that again, man.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah,
4: (laughs) he started off with his girlfriend, then he goes to talk about motorcycles.
0: Look, 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 look. (laughs) Matt is a fucking Patreon member again. We are not we are not going back down that road.
2: He they give us money. Let's let's
0: just go with that. All right. They uh, give us money. Matt,
2: I love Barbara. We're three quarters done. So We're three
0: quarters done. I should have a little sign that says I'm not done reading yet. Not done yet. (laughs) My FJ09 and KLR are obviously way too big to start on. Also, I'm in Mobile, Alabama. Me and all my cousins listen to you. So you do have some fans down here in Alabama. Nice. Okay. Chris, you have brought up not only a a valid question, because I'm going to assume based on your decision, your, your questions here, that your girlfriend is excited to ride motorcycles she's not looking about scooters she's not wanting an automatic cuz everything you've listed here is a transmission right and you've listed bikes from the Grom up to a CB500X mm-hmm. so that's what that's that's what you've told me the parameters are yeah. so gentlemen at the table if you recommend a bike outside of those parameters fuck you i'm just going to say it right now the rules have been established SRF-135 or Grom, up to CB500X. Any answer or suggestion outside of those guidelines will be deemed to be bad protocol. Don't need any. Okay.
1: CB500X, dude, all day long. All it, day long. It, with the lowering link, if she's smaller mm-hmm. on it, um, it's completely manageable power. If you've ever ridden one, yep. the first gear is manageable because it's made for kind of going off-road, so yeah. like, it's it's not going to just flip over on you when you crack the throttle. right um it's not super heavy yep. but it's also stable because it has a bit of weight so as you get a little faster it's not going to be as, as nimble and nibbly like you know as like uh-huh. a, a little 135 or a tnt could be but more importantly i think what a lot of people don't get is like we all chris me everybody has a, a tnt 135 right it's an awesome bike it's a great i love that bike
0: but it's a but, great third bike. Uh,
1: exactly, because, <laughs> it's a well, great no, all right, even all right.
0: third bike. No, but even if you live in the city
1: where you don't have to go long distances, right? What that bike won't do for you, especially as a new rider, is get you out of trouble if you need to get out of trouble quick. Yeah, that's right. And so, like, I think sometimes people Preach. almost under like people tell people to get a, a, a small bike for their first bike. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, that, if you don't have like the riding skills and the, and the fortitude to look out and see, like, hey, I got to pay attention to this shit and stuff. You're, you know, you're gonna get in trouble, and I think a bigger
4: bike like that gets you out of that trouble, and it seemed better than a smaller bike. Too. I got your answer. Go ahead, go ahead. Yamaha TW two hundred, <gasps> low seat height.
0: Ooh, that's stable. outside of the. You day. might be, you might have beaten me. Same well, problem with the TNT one thirty five though. Like, ugh, don't take it on the freeway. You can gear them up. Hell, okay. I, I, I rode
4: mine. Yeah, I know. I, I was all over the whole country on that thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's it's. I had like twenty thousand yeah. miles on three different ones. Yeah, hundred X man, all day. I had. One I of was going to say
5: the XR one fifty L. I'm tallish I'm cheap, cheap Cheap as chip Good bike Good bike Low good bike. seat height Easy to ride Good bike Can do the highway If you really have to I mean it's, it's going to be Same a, category Similar to the T-dubs yeah. But maybe a little better Okay but does And this- it's easy to haul It's easy to take with you And if she doesn't Take to it. You're, you're, you'll have a really cool little bike to have for yourself.
1: Or, but like that's the thing, though. If she does take to it, then she has to t- go and buy another bike, sell oh, yeah. that bike.
5: Yeah, later. But, point, but for the first year, I mean, I don't know what their rules are yeah. down there, right? But she might not even be allowed to ride on the highway for at least a year. Yeah, well, oh no, it's it's
2: Alabama.
0: Nobody gives a fuck. Both yeah. of his bikes are highway bikes, yeah. so yeah. Pete brings up a point though about that whole idea. If you buy your wife a bowling ball.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: With your name on it. Homer.
2: It's called a Homer.
0: Because with Pete's idea, then you get a TW200.
2: Correct. Or a CB500. Because
0: she'll ride it, but she won't ride it all the time. So,
2: so he'll probably like that. Her CB part owner. So is the only person at this table yeah. that has ridden. Now, I'm assuming. Now, Pete, you might be the only person that has ridden in this area that has ridden. Mobile, Gulfport, the whole frontage road, everything to Pensacola, back to New Orleans. The bigger question I have, and this may might go back to a, uh, oh, maybe, where does she expect to ride? Where does she want to ride? How does she want to ride? Well, I'm guessing they have 35 mile an hour roads there. Well, yeah, that's the frontage road on, along the internet along Right. And along I'm guessing the, they have a freeway the, that hooks them all up. That's I-10.
0: But that's right. the question. Well, there is, you go. Yeah.
2: what kind of riding so does So the roads are flat and
0: black, yeah. except for where they're curvy.
2: Oh, yeah. No, there are no, cur- there are no curves. <laughs> Just it wanted is, to check. It is a straight line, right? straight line from Slidell, Louisiana so, so what to what you're fucking is, Jacksonville. So what
1: you're saying it is, is the whole st- state has one type of riding, and then you're asking what kind of riding
2: she wants to do. Well, I know exactly what kind of riding <laughs> she wants to do, but how fast does she want to do it? Okay.
5: Well, <laughs> cinch, I mean, I do love the, the CB500X. Yeah, it's I know. No doubt about it. But I'm just not sure that that's the right first bike. I mean, I it's know an, it's it, a tall bike. I, it's a little bit much for your first first I mean, first ride. BMW, they don't use those at the at BMW, the rider education. BMW MW 310. Yeah,
1: that's but you said not to well, go off the I was gonna list. say like a CRF. <laughs> what? What did I say? You said not
0: to go, go off no, the No, yeah. no. I said it's the in the brackets still. I said it's you're in the brackets. brackets. I said uh, don't go above. Yeah, no, I was sticking to those three bars. No, 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 It's not like a Look,
2: he already put three bikes for us.
0: He said in the flavor of but if you would have said an NC 700 I'd say now you're being a dick now you're being yeah. right. oh okay yeah. know. all right because I she, had to go she to asked, asked about a J she asked about a fucking you know yeah. an elephant you don't want to talk about giraffes oh, I get it. Oh, rebel right. 300 rebel right. 500 Chris. Oh, here. What about
1: this? Janice Halcyon 450. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, like I, if it's oh any bike like God. that. Do that, you I want a loser
5: what? to a 60-year-old guy? Hey, go so ahead. my <laughs> take is. 60, you'd be lucky. <laughs> <when>
3: you're, <laughs> you're in the course, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're, you're riding your first bikes. Yeah. 100 to 200 cc's is good. But for your first bike, after you've passed, right. Three to 500 cc's. Right. Doesn't matter the brand. Right. Get a bike that you fit on, yep. and that's the right place to start. Yeah, what agree. about
4: the new Honda Scrambler? It's yeah. the same platform, same, same platform. engine, same, exactly. in, same right. engine as the Rebel Five Hundred, same engine as the yeah. The, um, yeah. Go to uh, that would what be is a good it, um, seat height too. We've CD had a 500X. couple of
0: those BMW Three Tens come through the shop, and they're good.
2: I've ridden them. Oh, I've, I've, honestly, I have seen somebody beat the ever living and there's one, and there's it still one works right down
1: now for thirty two hundred bucks on on thing. Yep. I, yeah.
5: I think it's a mistake to think that you should buy her a bike, buy a brand new bike for her to learn to ride on. I don't think. I honestly, think you should start with some little piece of shit that's used and disposable, Mm -hmm. and just do that. And when you get totally comfortable riding 35, 50-mile-an-hour roads and everything, Mm -hmm. then throw that away, throw it on Marketplace, and then buy the new bike once you actually... Bruh,
2: bruh, I got you. I got you right here, because he's right. He is absolutely right. You know what you buy? The Honda Rebel 250. It is
0: indestructible, and it will never be worth worth less than $1,500. Hold on. Let me check. Mr. Brewer, how do you feel about cleaning carburetors? He says he fucking hates it. Oh, well, All right. that's the same as the TW200.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's carbureted. Right, exactly. Rebel right. 300 it is. Right.
0: So if he wants that, you know, honestly, his FJ09, that's fuel injected. Yeah. His KLR, it's carbureted. Yeah. Well, right? it depends. Well, that's true. Well, that's true. That's true. It could be new. I didn't see his wallet. Right. Okay. So let let me not make any suppositions about.
5: I will tell you what. If you uh, find a bike, you right. send me the car. I'll clean it and send it back. Hey. Okay. And but hey, there as a, is a, bike as a Patreon member that, that he works? listed,
0: and okay. there is you have to pay for the shipping. Bike. But there's a bike that he yeah there's a bike that he listed, and I do want to dismiss it out of hand. And it's the 302s. So the Benelli 302s. Mm. Um, this will transition us into our discussion about Benelli tonight. But the, the 302s is not the bike. Uh, here's why. Although it is called a Benelli 302 S, the Benelli TRK 502 was called the BM the Benelli 502. You would think that it was a 502 cc sized machine, a middle weight bike. But as any of you know who sat on that bike in my showroom or had the privilege of riding it, that was a BMW 11 or 1200 cc motorcycle with a 500 cc engine. Yes, so it had all the weight, all the presence, all the height of an R1200GS, but it had a 500cc motor, Mm -hmm. which meant when the bags were mounted to it, it was having trouble going 80 miles an hour because that 500cc motor. The 302 is Benelli's TNT 600 with half as much motor. So what? there's a thing about these particular models of bike, and it's not everything Benelli does, but it is true that in the 302S, if you think Oh, my buddy has a CBR 300. I've ridden it. It's small. It's light. It's easy. My buddy has a Ninja 300. I've ridden it. It's small. It's light. It's easy. The Benelli TNT 300 will be small, light, and easy. It is not small, light, or easy. It is every bit as heavy as a 600. Mm -hmm. It has the brakes of a 600. It has the wheels of a 600. It has the suspension of a 600. It has the motor of a 300. That was it had to be a cost-saving measure on the part of Benelli to just be like, "We're just going to do one bike. We're going to do it as a 300. We're going to do it as a 600." As a 600, it's fun. As a 300, it's lacking, and it gets her into that camp where honestly, unless she's six foot one, the bike is going to feel bigger than it is. So, honest, yeah, CB 500X is fucking amazing. Great bike. It's a great bike as long as you got the legs for it.
1: They have lowering. They links, do, dude. and they do,
0: and that is where Steve's on point. Yeah. We have one of our customers brought in a CB 500X knee high to a grasshopper um,
5: versus 300X.
0: <laughs> another
2: great, one. another, another other great. Other great Phil, Phil and I go around
0: yeah, about lanky. that bike. That's lanky. It's a lanky bike. that has got a 21 inch.
2: You know, well, I was going to say like a
5: CRF. 300, but that's still too high. I it mean, is. like, it's not. Well, a,
2: I mean, that's yeah. the trick. That's is why I like, I really like that xr 150 well, Does she, Do, you yeah. like, Do you want a standard, a yeah, cruiser, or a sport bike? A Ninja 250 a would be the sport. sport look awesome, every bike
0: he listed, every bike he listed, except for the CV500X, is sporty styled. Yeah. yeah so he dude, didn't so, He didn't say monkey. Yeah. He didn't say, oh, he didn't well, say trail hunter cub.
1: Yeah. Ninja 250s are unkillable. He
0: said Grom. He said TNT 135, look, right? Fuel injected. Yeah.
2: Uh, probably ninety miles an hour with but a smaller person on I it. I mean, right? Ninja. Well, it's going to be a three hundred or a CBR three hundred. Try yeah.
5: four hundred. Try four hundred is Triumph brand new if he's yeah. got money. Here's yeah. a picture of a of a young lady riding a XR one hundred and fifty L, and she yeah. looks perfect on it. There you go.
1: There's God, a, that there's looks a like the lot, Hawk. It yeah. looks, like, looks like they just paid the people that make that Hawk for $50 on yeah. Amazon yeah. and made it, it a Honda. It, well,
0: because guess no, what? it's a
2: Honda. A lot,
0: there's a lot of back and forth <laughs> hey, th- questions here. Steve, take that and flip it around backwards. Yeah. Yeah, the Hawk looks an awful lot like a CRF 150. Yeah, but yeah. I, did, when did that come out? Oh, the CRF 50's been available in other markets for years. Oh, all right, yeah. all right. It's just Here's something lost. you got to
4: consider is yeah. the compatibility with what she's going to be riding with what you're going to be riding. Yeah, if
0: he's on the FJ09, Yep, it'd be nice if she could go freeway speeds, right? Well, I mean he's, well, got, he's, well, he's, he's gonna, gonna he's gonna be vibrating his wrists so he's bad gonna go from once Pensacola to, to slight
2: L in like $2, $2 hundred minutes, price so what price happens on what
0: two <laughs> yeah. thousand nine hundred dollars So one X- of my customers just bought an XR one fifty, brought it by the shop, I took a ride on it, it had forty-eight miles on it. And I said, Okay, how much is this? He goes, twenty nine ninety nine. Twenty nine hundred bucks. And I went, Well, did you buy this? Stolen. He said, "No, no, no, I bought it at I bought it from Pam. <laughs> and I went, "Get the fuck out of here." And I said, "But it's a Honda. So they charged you $600 assembly fee, a $600 paperwork fee, and a $1,200 destination charge. He goes, "No, actually, they, they were pretty fair. And I think he was out the door on it for under four grand. So I wrote it. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's place? not. XR I'm glad it it's it's a bike that in Central American parts of the world has been the official motorcycle for the past 30 years it's just DOTified now. now and it's NHTSA approved that motorcycle has been other motorcycles in other markets with the Honda badge and other people's badges too and it is cheap as chips because it is Built to a price point, but it was a really nice motorcycle for for being, like you said,
4: was it whisper quiet?
0: Yeah, it in, was in yeah. the same vein. Yeah. You
4: could get the CRF 230 or the 250 or yeah. the 300. Yeah, I just thought those would be a little too big. Well, you can lower them. You can put. You, you can lower and they oh, do lower pretty easily. Greg Castillo has one. Yep, he does. And um, he's and I've, loved, I've he, ridden it. And he, I love it. He's kind of a short guy. Right, he, yeah. he lowered
2: his. I'm I'm going to make a suggestion because I know that area and I know I know that Halls is pretty much the dealer in the Gulf golf region. Take her to Halls. Go see Tommy. Tommy the salesman. <laughs> go see Tommy the salesman. No, go to Halls. Let her look around at the bikes. Let her sit on them. Just like we tell everybody with helmets. Go to the place with all of the helmets. Try on all the helmets. Try on all the bikes. See what she
0: fits. And then go buy it off Facebook. <laughs> And don't buy a CRF 150R. That's not the same motorcycle. Just to clarify, <laughs> just so you're aware, so, you don't go in there and say the guys at Cleveland Moto told me to buy a, a bike with an R at the end of it.
5: Yeah, no, no. never buy a bike with, a, with an R at the end of it. You, you Chris Smith suggested the DN, GN 400.
0: That's that's another bike that's been around <coughs> forever. There's a carburetor in there. Yeah, that's a problem. There's well, a carburetor. Those in. aren't fuel injected. I don't think so. I don't know. Let me let no, me. No, they, they are. That was are the whole
1: thing. Yeah, they're Is fuel it, injected. Yeah, because that's what makes it. That's why I was been considering one because it, like, it would be the perfect replacement for a CB 350 because then I never have to clean its carb. Do you still
0: have any laying around? No, no. Chris said, "G," you said "GN 400."
5: Isn't that the genuine?
0: No. The that's a gc 400 gc 400 oh, yeah. g 400c sorry. sorry g 400 because yeah. when mm-hmm. you said gn 400 that's a suzuki single cylinder yeah. 400 oh, yeah, that yeah. they haven't built no. for in 20 no, years no no, no 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 i
5: was talking about it the general. does have a carburetor the yeah, g
0: 400c is great and boy that's and that's brand new 39.99
5: it's a
1: lot of bike for the money
0: and it does and it does go just this side of 100 miles an hour if you had to uh Here's the other thing. And, it, and it's Hofford approved. It is Hofford approved. That's a hard badge to get. That is uh, a yeah. fucking hard badge to win right there. He
4: got four stars. <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> to get four stars out of Hofford, that's a
6: <laughs>
4: That might be the
1: only.
0: That's the only four star rating he's ever given. Yeah. yeah. He was really happy about it, too. Like, I honestly, when he took that, when he had that bike, and I I thought he going to come back and he'd be like, when, when I sold him the Spade 150, I was so proud of the Spade 150 because I knew that it was faster than any other 125 or small 150 he had because I'd ridden the shit out of the Spade 150. And when he came back in and destroyed, like he, he tore that bike up one side and down the other. He was like, well, the range is too short. It burns too much gas. I was like, "Yeah, because it's powerful. It actually makes real horsepower." Nope, no, no. I don't care how fast he, it is. He hates horsepower. He fucking can't stand horsepower. <laughs> no, no herspers. God damn it! If something, I was like, "Yeah, it's still 150 cc, but it makes 30 percent more power than any of these other bikes." Yeah, but it gets shitty mileage. It gets 90 miles per gallon, you <laughs>
5: bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It didn't have enough big enough tank. And I'm like, put a bigger tank on it.
3: Stop. Put a bigger tank. Hammer time. Buy gas. The problem Nobody is, like there's places up there
5: <gasps> where you need to, you you got to go. Yeah. There's Girl. no gas. I found out the hard way.
0: That's how it is, man. That's how it is. Oh,
2: one oh, well, other
4: bit of advice for our.
1: But that's
2: AI. not going to be a problem anymore. So, right. so in, con- in conclusion, <laughs>
4: conclusion, excuse me, you were at the crack
6: house.
1: Okay, in- in- you
2: crackheads, shut up. Yeah. In conclusion, I recommend going to Halls Motorsports, trying on a bunch of motorcycles, let her try out a bunch of different bikes, <laughs> figure out what she likes, and then go buy one used. <laughs> that's good i mean try it before you buy it because (laughs) their halls is the biggest dealer in the gulf are they a mega dealer yeah they're a mega dealer. they own new orleans they own mobile they own a bunch of different places i would not recommend
0: you do that to your local no no no, 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 no. this
2: is they they actually (laughs) closed their new orleans dealership because it was in a stupid spot near loyola and they're going back to the west bank but they own like six dealerships across the gulf
0: Tom is exercising his privilege to talk about New Orleans for one calendar year from the date he left. <laughs> um, it's also a rule we have at the shop that we are allowed to blame any former mechanics for anything that has happened wrong for one calendar year. Sure. Mm-hmm. After the one calendar year point, if Tom mentions New Orleans, <laughs> you're allowed to punch him. So up till, nice. fe- up till February. Yep. Up so till February, February 14th. Up till February Yeah, Valentine's Day. Hey, uh, I'd like day. to know the exact <laughs> date Time in a minute
5: when I can punch when, Tom. There will
0: be there will be an alert. There will be, be, be an alert. on the uh, on the on the group
3: text. There will be a group text. Patreons punch at the fifty dollars.
2: <laughs> you know you know what? The oh my out? God! Yes. This oh is... please, fucking for the love of everything that exists,
1: for fifty dollars a
0: month you get one Tom punch.
1: No no
2: no no no. no.
0: If you're at the fifty dollar level, yeah, when he says something, yeah, on the podcast, and it's, you're the first to report it, oh, because that's now we got it. No, no, now we got to encourage but people the, to listen, so but they, they
1: don't get to punch him.
0: Oh, they do. Oh, okay. Oh, well, they, they get to owe him one.
6: Well, the better, okay. the yeah. better part. There's a so. bank account for that shit.
0: <laughs> okay. He might, they might, somebody might walk up to him at Mid Ohio and rent him for the weekend. Just, Tom can't stop talking about New Orleans. Bang. It might be a whole event. But the good news is, though, because the guy who's got the guy who wants to play this game and says, I listen to the podcast. I listen to it right when it drops a week late. I'm there every time. And the second he says it, they're going to be because we got they all got clevelandmoto gmail.com so harris if you're listening (laughs) timestamps it's right there man it's right on the email that's gonna be harris there will be no doubt every time no doubt and it'll just be like you know just like a every time a bell rings uh (laughs) so fucking good that's brilliant oh my god
2: that's a t-shirt that's a bumper sticker it didn't take him
0: long to break to be fair to be fair to be fair there you go. So, uh, <laughs> what I did want to say is on actual motorcycle news because we are supposed to be a motorcycle podcast. We've done pretty good today, by the yeah, way. We have yeah. been
2: talking about a pretty lot good.
0: of motorcycles.
4: Yeah, let's circle back to our friend in Alabama just for one second. Send yeah. your send your wife to a legitimate school to learn to ride a motorcycle too. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 MSF. Well, in Ohio here, we have the, the state sponsors one. Right. I don't know if Alabama has a state-sponsored they, school. They
2: have MSF down there and they also have Rider's Edge. So there are schools. And a lot
4: of those schools use very user, uh, yeah, you know, uh, beginner-friendly bikes. Yeah. Like in Ohio here, they are using TW200s for a while. I don't know if they still are, but they're bikes that, you know, are not intimidating. Yeah. yeah. But they're not like Mini bikes either. They're not right. mini motos. So that would be my bit of advice. They're
1: they're
2: gonna be C B R three hundreds, they're right. gonna be something very user. Whatever. Well, and the cool part
1: is it's like you don't have to take the test then, right? Not in Ohio. Now I'm sure every state's different. Right, right. But in Ohio, if you pass that MSR class, you get your license. Like, here you go. Slow. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Well, yep. you, they give
5: you, you like, a card. Right you take the test right there. You, you, they give you a card, and they'll sign your permit card, and you can take it in and get your license. Yeah. No, but Yeah, you but you go don't go to have to take that stupid test. Negative. Right. You're correct.
4: I have a secret I like to share with everyone. When I went to get my motorcycle endorsement, the lady hands me a test. This is when you still had to write it out by hand. All the answers are already written on the test. So I looked at three or four of them, and they were all what I would deem to be correct. And um, so I sat there, and I looked at it. I said, hmm. I walked back up. I turned it back in. And she goes, oh, you got 100%. I was like, go figure.
5: (laughs) 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 So I don't know if she gave me the answer key. She's like, where's my legend? Where's the one that I used to bring (laughs) all these? (laughs) I think she did. She handed me the answer
4: key.
1: But All right, if you are in the DMV, though, and you're getting your license renewed, do not leave without checking if you have your motorcycle endorsement, if your state's on it, because they yes. they forgot mine once. Absolutely. I walked back in like ten like a half a day later, like I was like, Oh shit, I don't have any endorsement, right? We're talking yeah. to you, Nick. Sorry. Can't can't put it back. I'm like, it's not in your system. Like your system has to show that I've had my license for twenty five years. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. You left here without it on your license, so now it is off your license. And I had to take the fucking thing again.
5: Hmm. I don't have it in this wallet, but in my old wallet, I still have my motorcycle course card. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I always thought that if they did that to me, I could be like, (laughs) here's my card from 2009. I have my my MSF card
2: in my (laughs) safe upstairs from 99, 98, something like that. So and that was back when they were using nighthawks.
5: see. I took. I already had my license, but I went and took the class anyway. Ah, uh, just because for fun. And this, I was thinking about becoming an instructor.
2: So so Johnny I Mac. Had my license since '86. Yes, Tom. J-Mac, I'm. I am. I'm smelling your Cajun two-step. Mm, are you smelling it? And this <laughs> is that what you're calling it. Don? It is. Here, here, wait. The you masher. Just, so this is just the tip. Just the tip. This. I'm not kidding you. If
1: you ever had, Nah, it's not enough here. Hang on. What is he snorting? It. What the no, fuck's no, no, going on? You
2: want some? No, I'm just looking. It. It smells like Old Bay. Utz Old Bay potato, uh, potato chips, which Phil would constantly get. The I love them. Get. They're my favorite. Yeah, the crab, the crab, whatever it is. They Old are Bay my absolute favorite. Like I want to blast a uh, Bloody Mary with this. This is yeah. Jesus. This is what that smells like. I have a question for you. So, would this be all
0: dressed in general or just in particular? We have a new Patreon. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Meet Chris Smith. Hey. Hey. Chris Smith Chris just Smith. became a Patreon at the $10 a month level. Now, Christa, well, thank you, Chris. What do I you really call a group of that. Chris
1: Smiths hanging out together? So,
0: so, what you're saying is. No, I'm not kidding. That's, wh- what you're saying is Chris Smith doesn't get the jokes that he tells. Smith, it has an email address that is not associated with you uh, in any way, but he's not just spoofing you and being like, ha I'm going to be Chris Smith for a day. His a email address is Chris Smith.
5: <laughs> Are you telling me there's
0: more than one Chris Smith around? That's yeah, hard, I'm telling you. Hard I'm telling you, hard I'm telling to believe. you there's, there's more than one Chris Smith listening to this podcast right now is what I'm J- telling J- you. J- J- anus has name. to sell some yeah. bikes, man. I mean, I get it. It is, it is Smith and it is Chris, right? Uh, no shortage of Chris's and Orth Smiths, but it's well, Merry Christ- Christmas! It's Christmas time. It is Christmas. Christmas, and I wanted to celebrate another Christmas. Yeah, All right. Hey, so, yeah, That's so cool. Um, very happy about that. All right. Was that at the hundred dollar level? Ten bucks. Oh, no, they have ten fuckers. bucks. No, he gets the punchlines. He's fine. <laughs> He's fine. Uh, very good. Remember John Nadratowski, who had problems with his SL three hundred and fifty. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I do. Stump the chumps. Yeah, Thanks for reading my question on the air. I'm following your advice, and I'm looking for fuel flow problems on the SL350. I remember from years ago, you guys were talking about fuel line length. How long can the fuel lines be from the petcock to the carbs? The line to the right carb has to make a hard bend, and it may be kinked a little. You're right. So mm, the answer is... You don't want your fuel lines to be long enough that they can get a little air bubble trapped in there. Yep. So if it has a hump like a camel's back and you see that there's an air bubble in there, you may get that air bubble out once, but it will come back. And if it comes back, you will, that problem will vex you until you make that hump go away. Regarding the right carb, yes, if you're just using regular fuel line, it has to make an impossible bend. But here's what you're going to do. They make inline fuel filters that are a 90-degree. And a 90-degree inline fuel filter will solve your fucking problems. Yeah,
2: that's they're a good idea. They're little yep.
0: plastic fuel filters with a gold element inside that like 0.3 microns can pass through or something. But they're cheap as chips. If you get them on Amazon or you get them at my shop for three, four bucks, get two of them, and you're going to put one on the left and one on the right. The one on the left really doesn't matter that it's a 90-degree, but it, it actually does make sure fuel lines go a lot shorter and it will take out that problem you're having with that hose trying to be a kink you know make a kink in the hose uh trust me and you'll
4: be able to see the fuel flowing through
0: there you go and when you buy fuel line buy clear or otherwise translucent line we use blue at the shop um it's kind of our thing we've been using blue fuel, fuel line for 22 years uh we like fuel line you can see through because that solves a lot of diagnostic problems.
5: What do you think about Tygon? Is it important to get Tigon, Ty- so Ty- brand Tigon? Well, you're picking up
0: one thing, but you're losing another. So when you have Tigon line, you are getting a fuel line that is impervious to everything. There is not a product you can move through that product that will damage it, and it has a really, really long life when it's on the bike. Even with high ethanol-rated fuels... That shit, I've seen Tigon that was 10 years old and still supple and bendable, right? The downside, there's no such thing as clear, clear Tigon. So Tigon fuel lines are going to be opaque. We get like the yellow ones.
5: None
3: of that is true. They make like 100 uh, they are, different kinds of tiger But is it Taigon, though? Taigon, they're clear I bought ones. the
5: yellow. They're, it actually is. It is, is Taigon. You know what? I'm thinking. It's a weird name, too. It's Taigon Ugugebekeke. There's like... It's
0: it's, 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 like the it's, 40, it's, you're right. The yellow. The, the
5: yellow. The yellow. Yeah, yeah. the Taigon. I was thinking that is my of the,
0: the gray stuff that's like military oh, spec gray. Yeah, but
3: they make 100 probably... 200, 300 different kinds of tubes. I was not You're wrong, Phil. No, I am wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> <Right>. I, <laughs> I, um, I learned this when I was homebrewing.
5: Right. Uh, uh, they, they
3: make some of the best uh, homebrew um, tubing. They're actually bacteriostatic uh, static interior tubes so that bacteria can't grow and hurt
5: the beer.
0: The gray line is what I'm thinking of, and it is that is not. It is that is not... It is... thats ethanol safe but that is uh that is not Tygon so that's what I'm Now if
5: about. you use the vinyl clear tubing from Lowe's <laughs> it'll work for about 2 weeks Yeah <laughs> a couple of weeks Actually it'll work for about 20 years as long as you don't touch it because in 2 weeks it turns it rock. turns rock hard <laughs> But you you cannot remove it, you cannot touch it, it cannot flex. Yeah. As long as it stays exactly where it is, you're okay. I was thinking of uh,
0: PTFE, oh, P- the PTFE is the gray colored stuff, and uh, that's what I was. That's my brain kept going back to that Motion Pro. Uh, that's the brand that most people would buy for the Motion Pro uh, fuel lines. But yeah, the Tigon is the yellow mostly. They and call the, it Tygon
5: van <clears throat> or something. There's like a that. thing, yeah. It's right. like a thing.
0: Yep. Tygon. If I remember, like when Tigon the first Aguda came out, ban? it was it was the yellow stuff. Yeah. I could look it was the yellow stuff. Free. We use the parts unlimited blue. It's safe for everything. I really hope it's a boot again. <laughs> I boot again? <laughs> Whatever fucking yeah. John said. That's pretty good. Uh, okay, that's good. But anyway, yeah, SL350, put on a 90-degree fuel tap, or a yeah. 90-degree fuel filter. You'll that's be happy if you did. It's a good, good, good move.
4: fuel turn the corner.
0: Yeah, it is. It, it's amazing that the, you know when you're wrangling all those little fuel particles, well, they don't like 90 degrees. I've, I've used those on... Uh,
2: Tigon Shin, Shin Gobain.
5: Gobian. Really? Kurt Mark? Cobain? Kurt Cobain? The Tygon couple. Shin yes. Gobain? Shint-Gobian. Gobian, like goes nicely? Okay. G-O-B-A-I-N. Muy <laughs> bien.
0: Cobain. Cobain. Got it. Yep.
5: That is the original, I think the company that made the that makes Tygon the original Tygon. Nice. Tygon shit brains. Um, my <laughs> my comment on the SL 350 yeah. is I'm pretty sure those are the same carburetors that are on a CB or a CL. Yeah. yeah. And I always go down and up into them. Mm-hmm. So I actually take pretty good loop so that the fuel line goes down and then goes up into the carbs. Yep. Two things, that gives you a natural trap. Absolutely. So you have a little sediment thing yep. there. And you'll see, like bikes, if you have a little bit of rust in your tank. <laughs> Every time. There you can, And then you just pull the fuel line <laughs> up, yep. hold it, it, it down, dump it, and put it back on. That is guaranteed. It's as good as a filter. Yeah. Absolutely. Good
0: stuff all around. All right. Nathan Nate. Sorry, Nate. Sorry about that. Nate. Nate Kavanaugh. What's Purple? up? What's up, guys? What's up, Nate? What up? Recent Patreon partaker mm-hmm. and generally kindred spirit. Nate here. I figured after several years of hilarity and ass saving tech tips. I should do my part to keep you guys tuned up and in my podcast queue. <laughs> ah, hell yeah! A big moment of gratitude came on a recent long trip. I was crossing Nevada, where mental diversions like podcasts really help pass the hours. Mm. You were talking about charcoal canisters failing. I knew right away I, it was going. I knew right away it was going on with my V Strom, running chunkier than normal and few mileage worse than normal. Yep. Sure as shit, I remembered overfilling it earlier in this trip. Uh huh. About 2,000 miles ago. Hmm. I'm, now, if you put this together, he's riding a V-Strom across Nevada. Yep. Yeah. For the past 2,000 miles. Yep. Kind of a cool guy. All right. Getting a little chunky. Getting, Getting a little bike, chunky. That's what he said. Yeah. So I did the canisterectomy. <laughs> i plugged the intake side with a quarter inch screw and a hose clamp and routed the tank vent hose down low behind the case then did the old plus to minus computer on fuck and uh, that i also learned from you to reset the tps yeah and voila back to the familiar extra chunkiness and accepted pretty shitty mileage yeah yeah (laughs) Nice. Uh, thanks again and cheers nate cavanaugh from santa cruz at Moto Nate on the Instagrams. Current bikes, V Strom 1000, yep. over 50,000 miles. Nice. nice. Yamaha WR250R, Ooh. that he runs TKC80s on in the summer and yeah, D606s yeah. in the winter.
3: Okay. Oh,
0: nice guy. Wait, uh, he's with, from Santa Cruz. Yeah, with 30,000 trouble. Th- a WR250R with 30,000 miles. Th- That's
1: because they got that, that a beautiful <laughs> riding area. Yeah. Right? And you can put some miles over there. Is that a.
0: Is that not the two hundred and fifty X, right? No, it's two hundred and fifty R. Just two hundred and fifty R. It has an R in it. Tom. R- 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 it's F- faster. Wr two
1: hundred and fifty R. 250R, oh yeah. no, I don't know. That's the a- that's super sweet. That's like the if like you're in a real adventure, dude. Where you want a light bike? Yeah. That's the bike. Oh that's, yeah. what you, that's
5: the yeah. two fifty yeah. that everybody says rides like a
2: 450. four fifty. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, the WR two fifty. No matter what the designation is, yeah. is an amazing bike. Right. Uh,
0: but I like the whole thirty thousand trouble free miles because we have some friends that are like, no man, head gaskets on those. You got to really, really come after him. You got really, <laughs> you got to do. Oh yeah, yeah thirty thousand miles right there. The, he well, did. I guarantee did you, you
1: though that this dude does his maintenance and probably keeps his well, shit nicely running too. Wait till you hear this. Uh oh. He says he rings the tits off of
0: it. <laughs> I've never changed the oil, mate. <laughs> and a 98 Buell S1 White Lightning. Nice. Fuck yeah. Ran went parked. Ran <laughs> with, went... Well, with well over 30,000 miles. I stopped car- counting after the second Speedo cable failed. <laughs> no shit. Yes, you did. Yep. I got over my Buell disorder a few years ago, but I can't decide what to do with that one. So much time, money, and memories of just plain stupidity. I actually did a couple of 3,000-mile tours on that bike, and I did a regular 300-mile-a-day commute uh, on that thing, but it's also done its best to make me give up riding, so there's that. (laughs) I sympathize to you about your S1. Every Buell I have owned that has an actual Harley-Davidson motor in it has been fucking awful and addictive. Equal parts, I fucking hate you, and... When can we ride again? It's
4: like a crazy girlfriend.
0: It is a crazy girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Fultz, when he rode my first one, said, every time I enter a corner, the bike is picking the point at which it's going to throw me off. <laughs> he said it, it has never done the same corner the same way twice. And uh, I do agree. He said the bike had a hinge in the middle of it, and I totally agree. It's that rubber-mounted Sportster engine hanging in what should be a sport bike frame. And it, it, it's got a real case of that I'm not sure what the fuck's going on.
4: My bike was just on that uh, up to about a week ago, and I brought a bearing here that's floating around over yeah,
0: there. Yeah, so show me. I, 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 so <laughs> I've seen everybody fondling your hole. You
5: brought nachos.
0: And yeah. so um, this is, this is uh, the phrase that I use, I use for this is, this is a bearing from the 70s because it's really groovy.
4: Yeah. yeah this go. thing oh. is just click and click and click and the click. microphone will probably
5: pick it up.
0: It's Oh yeah, it does. It's just terrible. And it's it a, and and it's like a, it.
5: a tapered roller bearing too. Yeah, it's the problem with this is the
0: problem with a
4: steering head bearing though is it never fully <coughs> rotates like that. It, it only no. rotates about thirty it rotates
6: degrees and comes yeah. back. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Sixty
6: degrees, oh, yeah. whatever yeah. it is. Yeah.
0: Ding and ding. there it goes the sound of hardened steel hitting the floor. Um but you're exactly right. A steering head bearing, one of the strangest things about it is every steering head bearing lives a life of a 60, de- 60 degree sweep, 90 degree sweeps, tops, right? 90 degree sweep <coughs> in a steering head bearing. Yet, you have to use a device that is designed to let something make many, 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 many revolutions. Yep. Right? right. So they're, they're inconsistent. Their application of solution to the job at hand is somewhat inconsistent. Think about it. I think with
1: most bearings too, like like the way that the the lubrication pulls toward the middle. So if the thing's not really rolling all the way around, that lubrication's not really getting, I mean, it's probably getting on there,
0: but it's not getting a full rotation around it all the time. But also in his ownership of this motorcycle, he may go from lock left to lock right 90 degrees 10,000 times.
1: Right. Right? That's nothing.
0: Whereas if this was on a wheel, it would go 10,000 rotations before I got to work.
5: Right. Yeah. Why don't they use like a bronze phosphor plane bearing or something Uh, like in a swing uh, arm? Bingo. No rollers, no balls, just solid and grease it. So, so. There must be a reason. I'm I'm sure
2: there is. in In that same line, why does Vespa use the same exact bearing top and bottom that they've been using since
0: 1957. It's, it's absolutely
2: true. It's even
5: in the MP3. It's
2: even in, in the, their most
5: which,
0: technically advanced motorcycle yep. that they've ever built. Yep. The MP3, it uses a bearing from 1957. Yep. and it it's
5: 57,000 little tiny balls like a yep. stupid bicycle.
0: And they're not caged. Yep. What the fuck, man?
5: Really?
2: Are
0: you fucking kidding me? Yep. Like, no, they have, they have oh. not changed are the bearing
2: and races in a... Because BMW... So wait, when BMW you put BMW these in there...
0: Is it like the bike thing where oh, you put the when, bottom when, in the when ball? When John like? and I did an Enfield, yeah. we pulled this Enfield apart. <laughs> it's a brand new bike. We're talking about year of our Lord, 2017, fuel injection, the whole deal. And John and I are just doing what we do. We're just like, okay, hold that. Tap this. Bup, 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 and all of a sudden... 29 balls just just fell (laughs) on the floor of the shop. (laughs) And they went air damn where, right? They went air damn where. And we're scrambling to pick up, and I think we got like 22 of them. Okay?
5: That's when you got to go buy the... um, Bag of balls. Bag of balls. You go buy the Crossman slingshot ammo and throw some of those in there. So
0: we were measuring every spherical object we had in the (laughs) the shop to try and make this bike go back together again because we were pinched for time. And we could not find anything. But the worst part was, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to have to suck it up, and we're going to have to take apart another Royal Enfield, steal the balls out of it, put the balls in this one, because we did not have a bearing in the house, like in all balls or something, that we could drop into that thing and alleviate the problem of too many damn loose balls, right? <laughs> because nobody's built a motorcycle. It's just like this since 1908, right? right? Like, literally. Balls sitting in a fucking tray. That's it. And by the way, nothing capturing them Yep, and not a molecule of grease. So the second that, the second we took that triple apart, what, a millimeter? They fucked off. (laughs) And like, I heard the first one hit the floor and I was like, that's that's odd. And then John lifted it and we tapped it like a little bit more and then I heard like, tank, tank. And I was like, now, that's weird. What the fuck is going on? Uh-huh. Tap, tap, tap. Opened it up a little bit more, and then it was like fucking Oing. jackpot in Vegas. <laughs> they all went, and Uh-oh. they all fucking went. It's a pachinko. It is not metric, and it is not standard. We measured it. I tried ordering these from everywhere, and you have to make the decision. We're either going to go to an all-balls-type replacement situation here, or we're going to contact Royal Enfield and order them directly from them, because they are on page 13 of the catalog.
5: All balls is always the right decision.
0: Exactly. Are these Whitworth balls? I think they were Whitworth balls. (laughs) And honestly, the Royal Enfield catalog, because Royal Enfields haven't changed much, has part numbers that have been in the running since like 1920, right? And the bearing part number is (laughs) this... Number from 1920, and they send you a bag of fucking balls. And the funny thing to me is, if they know where 29 balls are, that means they know where 290,000 balls are. Just send me a bucket of balls. Okay. <laughs> because I'm never going to just need.
5: How about yes. just like a
0: big scoop of them? Yeah. Exactly. That's right. That's it. Send to me by the yeah. pound, man. Yeah. Yeah. In, oh. in a Ziploc.
3: Well, John,
0: John, John and I went through the whole shop in every drawer, and John and I each walked back to the shot, the bike with hands full of balls. Yeah. And we are just like, nope, nope, nope. These, oh, God, no. What were you thinking? These like, balls don't work. It was funny, but it was too big to be a BB, mm-hmm.
5: and it was slingshot ammo was double that's double what i six, use in my ke 250 down at mid ohio yeah. for the, the little ball bearing that goes in the clutch push rod mm-hmm. work perfect it's working it is like 25 caliber yeah yeah it's pretty interesting uh, very
0: funny uh very funny though that that happens. so yes nick i'm happy we were able to make your trip across nevada more bearable <laughs> um and yeah. also fucking great job man you fucking ride fast and take chances that shit is cool uh we we cannot tell you enough uh about how much we love doing this stupid podcast and it is fun to talk to people and it is fun more when they talk back yeah well yeah uh, yeah it's fun. i mean
2: that's the i'm not gonna lie i always i always i always say hate mail but the reality is a feedback's not bad
0: well and michael michael murphy became a one dollar member while we're recording he doesn't know that it's while we're recording, but he'll we'll, next week when he, he listens, listens next to week this. Listen to the he'll know that we read that he became a one. One yeah. dude, it's twelve bucks a year. Yeah. So That's Santa cool.
5: Claus looked up in the sky, and it was weather or something. And Mrs. Claus says, "What's the weather like?" And he said. Rain, dear. Hey! <laughs> you have to be a $10 member to get that joke. Look, that, that
4: guy almost got $1 <laughs> worth right there. Um, almost. <laughs> Chris is off
2: the hook.
0: Check, one, nice. Check, one, two. Uh, check, one, two. So, uh, Michael Wood says, is there anything worse than riding to work at 7 a.m. on a dark, wet winter morning and is there anything better than riding home at the end of the day in a 50 degree sunshine? He's you know, like, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, but for us, that was like September. I was going <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> We're
1: well past that. You just We're-
3: described Cleveland yeah. to- I guess for like September. two months out of the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right
1: now, I leave for work and it's dark.
2: And then I come home from home and it's dark. Ah. And There's no in between.
5: Everyone's making it with the uh, snow tires and the buddy. You know, Phil used to do a little contest every once in a while. He'd send an email out and say, uh, we're going to have a who can ride in the coldest weather thing. Oh, oh I cold, weather so, I I cold, cold weather challenge. Cold
0: weather challenge. I didn't do a cold challenge. weather
5: center. I went over to like the, the, you had to go to like a bank clock. Right. Or something I, like that.
2: I actually got that in my memories because cold weather challenge was a thing. It wasn't not just a Cleveland thing.
0: No, we did a national. Um, yep. So a couple of guys that we know did a cold weather challenge. They put up a very small, insignificant prize. Right. And they fucked it up. So here's how you fuck it up. You want the event to be fun? Send a picture of you, your bike, and then one of the bank signs says what temperature it is. And whoever's got the lowest one will give you some prize. But now they had to make rules. And you guys know how I feel about rules. Fuck rules. They had rules. Like, you had to go, like, the most number of miles, and you had to ride at least 14 miles in the trip, and you had to document <coughs> that you... Fuck well, cause, all that. Because
2: I I did it on a GT200 in New Orleans when New Orleans oh, was like gonna... 10 degrees. New Orleans never gets to be 10 degrees.
5: That's no way.
2: And <laughs> no, no, it gets shitty cold down there sometimes. Did, was there guys in the background going, "I'm Mr. He? <laughs> <laughs> that's the last time Florida had fucking... Yeah, Benny Grunch was Louisiana. in the background going, yeah, it's cold. But... You know, they Baby, it's cold they, they got really, really particular about it. it. Had to be. Yeah,
0: there was a lot of latitude, fucking. Latitude,
2: longitude, yeah.
0: Yeah. vintage. There's a lot like, of crazy bullshit. Rules.
2: But the reality is, coming Hope from our end, and this is a thing, and I'll, so you know what? Everything. I'll put up on it. You ready for this, Phil? If, if we got Patreons out there and they want to do a cold weather challenge, hmm? send us the lowest temperature in front of a bank sign, lowest temperature. Send us that up until what? What's the latest? February, March. What do you want to do? Want to set a date? And I'll buy a t-shirt. Anytime
5: t- up until 2025. Hey, I think, I think okay, here's the deal. Well,
2: I was going to say, I... We'll, we'll,
0: we'll just do it by St. Day. Yeah, St. Patrick's Saint Day. St. Paddy's Day. By St. Paddy's Day, you send it, you send it to clevelandmoto at gmail.com. Yeah. You don't have to be a patron to enter. <laughs> Just fucking send a picture of you and a weather sign because I found a ringer one time when these guys were doing this challenge.
5: Fucking, send I found
0: it. a sign in Cleveland Heights that was broken
6: Yeah,
0: <laughs> and it said negative 17 and I was like there was we like, go. It was like forty. Uh, I think that was around the corner from, from my old house. house and right? I, and yeah. I, get, yeah. I get
2: somebody in Finland it's, or in Dude, like Upper nope, Alaska is going to send us something I saw that like sign and I was like
0: <laughs> challenge accepted. Are, are there any right? bank,
4: bank signs at the Elephant
0: I would take one. Just like, be the, like, the coolest guy there with a big yeah, well, digital sign yeah. that says well, you know, no, negative, I think, whatever. I
4: think that would be, we'll believe you if
0: you're at that So that I <laughs> took that stupid picture. So yeah. I took the picture of me and my P200 or my rally in front of the sign and I sent it off to these fuck knuckles, right? To, like, to play along. Because who's going to beat negative 18? <laughs> Minnesota exists. Minnesota is a thing. These guys were throwing <laughs> in negative 25s like it was nothing. They were, like, using negative 25s as discards.
3: I've done that twice. Yeah. Right? It's
0: just, it's just, they're just like, you mean Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, These I guys did. are like, we now go across the lake to go to work because it's faster?
1: Yeah. But you know what's crazy is you don't, like, that anything negative past 20, there was a thing today that showed uh, Russia, Yeah. obviously not now, or maybe it was, right. I don't know, but it was, it was negative 51, Yeah. and the guy walks out in the back, and there's this sheep. Yeah. Like mid-step. mid, locked. mid steps, Just
0: locked. Fucking dead. They're just, just locked. Frozen. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy.
3: Celsius, it doesn't even count.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, negative 40, everything's the same. Right. So right. I'll like, give you guys a little tip about Celsius. I had to deal with that shit for a long time. Pete knows the deal. At negative 40, we all line up. Yeah. Okay, so at negative 40, we line up. At anything else, multiply it by two and add 32.
4: Here's one for yeah. you. Yeah. 28 Celsius is 82. Fahrenheit. 82
0: Fahrenheit. That's right. 82. Right. Right. Yeah. So the difference between you know 28 degrees frankincense. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or 28 degrees science is 82 frankincense.
5: So, does it live and breathe at 45 degrees? Right. Does it live and <laughs> breathe that? Lives and <laughs> breathes so, breathe so, at 45 so let's,
2: degrees.
0: Let's do it. Let's put up a shirt. Not a shirt.
5: No. It's I think bag? we put up.
0: I think we put up a jacket. Jacket? I got jackets. Okay, I get, we'll make it. A, we'll make it a prize it, worth having. Up
2: until up until St. Patrick's, yeah. let's
0: make it happen. Send us a picture of you by a broken bank sign, right? That says an impossibly because I mean, dude, Kelvin. Let's do. Let's do. I the don't, Kelvin uh, Ray. Hey, Photoshop. But if you're going to Photoshop it, I expect to see. <laughs> it better be good. They're, I mean it, it better, better at be least good. include boobs. That, no, if it's gonna be photoshopped, yeah, I want to oh, see at least be, one penguin. Right.
3: Sleepy's gonna <laughs> like peruse these things. Right, yeah. right. Right. Sle- right. Sleepy gonna is go. gonna be right. the judge. Yeah, Sleepy'll
0: so, so, judge your photoshopping. And skills. if you, yeah. yeah. you want to yeah. bribe yeah. him, you go right ahead and bribe it. him. Yeah. But yeah, but I think yeah. that'd be fun if we did a low a low temp challenge. Let's do it. Yeah. And shoot him out to Clevelandmoto at gmail.com. If you think it's cold in your frosty part of the woods, send
1: it. All right, and like can I add a caveat? If you do not have a running motorcycle, but you still want to participate, um, cover your junk, but a butt-ass naked picture. Oh,
4: yeah.
2: Uh, (sighs) Now, Phil doesn't want you to cover your junk. That's that's a reverse dick measuring contest. If
0: your sign, (laughs) and by the way, if your sign says any temperature below 10 degrees and you're on a a Moto Guzzi, I know you're cheating. I know you lied. (laughs) I know you lied. It takes those at least an hour at room temperature to warm the oil up that they'll start. Uh, John and I took some motorcycles out of the back of uh, the trailer one year going to the motorcycle show. We had a we had a grip grip of Moto Guzzis. And we were like, okay,
5: well, they will be a lot easier to push across we had the snow. a lot of motorcycles in that one trailer yeah. pulling it with my stupid Jeep. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> Why did Phil put all the bikes in the trailer I'm pulling? We had two big trailers, right? Uh, I guess.
0: And there was every year at the motorcycle show, last weekend of <laughs> January, it guaranteed to snow two and a half feet. Yeah. It was a guaranteed lock of a two and a half foot snowfall. McElfresh and I the Thursday before it was sunny. Like, it was sunny. But when we showed up, two feet of freshly fallen snow. And I was like, well, let's just start the bikes. It'll be so much easier to just start the bikes and walk them in, you know, than trying to push them through two foot deep of snow. You know what was crazy, though, back then with that two feet of snow? Yeah.
1: You'd go out in the parking lot, and there'd still be some fucking Goldwings out there with their fucking flags sticking up. Nick
0: (laughs) Vanello rode the goddamn Queen of Sheba, his Kimco 250 people. He rode it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He rode it in the goddamn snow, parked it in the motorcycle parking area. Yeah, no, And they still charged him to park because the rule, it was supposed to be free parking if you rode in. Yeah. But the people at the gate didn't get the message. (laughs) So Nick, (laughs) in the kindest, gentlest, gayest way ever, said, you don't understand, it literally says, let me get my phone and show you. It says, if you rode in, you don't pay to park. So one, where is the designated motorcycle parking area? And two, I'm not giving you $10. Right. He came to the booth and he's wearing leather from tip to tail because when Big Gay Nick put on winter riding gear, he became the best part of the village people. Like, (laughs) he didn't put on arrow stitch. He didn't put on, like, a, a safety suit. He put on chaps. (laughs) <laughs> he put on the four cow leather jacket like when i saw him show up we know that every year at the motorcycle show we know it's in february we know it's in january but we know that all the attendees still dress up like it's august ah, yeah. at daytona like the tassels and the tits and the bustiers come out even though it's negative whatever outside you
1: know, you're <laughs> half those guys could solve some of like the homeless problems yeah. Of clothing them? Yeah. If they just compiled all the sleeves they cut off. Yes. <laughs> yes, there's a pile of empty <laughs> sleeves in their house.
0: Look, you got a muscle shirt, Nick. Didn't come with the yeah. muscles. I've never seen so many sleeves off shirts off in shirts. my entire life. In, in, in late January. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, your tattoos are sagged. Yeah. Oh, put that's some different. sleeves on
1: the, the, the less sleeve a dude has the smaller the tattoo usually it's usually like really like like a fucking tweety bird hey, up by his something. knuckle or whatever yeah.
0: <laughs> but i i oh god he rode that year and it didn't stop snowing it got worse and worse and worse and when we were leaving because <laughs> that's the year my toyota tacoma broke in half <laughs> we were loading a bike into the back of the tacoma and the tacoma broke in half and i was like well this is a weird day the frame had experienced some excessive salt corrosion. But Nick was like- I'm That was gonna...
5: one of the more lucrative f- findings you've
0: had in your life. 150%. <laughs> KBB plus 0.5. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. Uh, played that game as long as they let me. But Nick was Nick saw us in a situation where we had a 500cc bike half the way into a truck and the truck was doing the, uh, the high five. Eiffel ta- Tower? Eiffel Tower. And Nick comes over on his bike and he's like- So it looks like you guys could use some help. And I was like, go home, Nick. (laughs) You rode here. You're riding home. You helped us unload. He did everything to to be a mensch of mensch. It's dark now. The temperature's dropped to like 12. And he's going to ride a Kimco 250 scooter across a fucking frozen Tundra parking lot. No nails, no screws, no no snow tires, no outriggers, no sidecar. Just Nick. Just fucking, yeah. We all did the Lake Erie loop. Nick did Lake Ontario and Lake Erie. He did a bonus lake. In the same time we did a lake.
6: He came in.
0: Yeah, he did. He did not just a great lake. He did two great lakes in the same time that we did. He came in under the allotted time for the 24 hours of our, our, our Lake Erie loop. Wow. And he had done two fucking lakes. So Nick is magical like that. He's one of those amazing dudes. Fucking on it all the time. Super cool. Uh anything else? Because we're all going away for Christmas stuff. Yep. This is it. So
1: um I've I've always made weird shit and done stuff and everything, but yep. I've just up my making doing weird shit game.
0: Oh, I you did. brought an electric glue gun, didn't you?
1: I did. You brought a you you bought a metal glue gun. I finally got me a welder. Nice. I'm very excited. How so have you are you playing with it? I just got my wire. Oh, you just did? Yeah, I got okay. my wire, so I'm gonna start messing around. And you have your <laughs> gas? Um, I, it can do without gas but, at first, so yeah. I'm going to start without yeah. gas. So you've I'll
0: got rosin core wire. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I did That's that. You cool. get get used to get used to sparks. Mm-hmm. it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be epic don't have anything flammable within 30 feet of your work area
1: yeah that's, i'm gonna have to not work in the garage i have a lot of flammable
0: just yeah because i can promise you the <laughs> first time that you light that up you're gonna be wearing a shield yeah or get a, oh i got a good one man yeah, don't don't use the one they gave my wife sees
1: it. it's awesome it's got it's a pin-up chick on the side oh, yeah. it's totally cheesy oh, nice. as fuck it was is it either, automatic
0: or just yeah it's, it's solar automatic. powered yeah. and does
1: all its yeah. things and yep. stuff but uh that's the one thing i have to say man like they were out of black i couldn't get just a black welding helmet for the price point that i wanted right yeah Yeah. so they had five other options and i was like oh these you know and the the picture was like you know the size of a thumbnail i couldn't say anything (laughs) so i'm looking at them and i'm like all right give me the silver one because i thought it was a bunch of airplanes and shit on it i was like at least you know it's cheesy but whatever no it's like this cheesy like all welding helmets are so terrible they look like monster truck
5: ads
0: they do and a lot of them now look like skulls. Yeah, Right? And so it's shit, like yeah, it's yeah, terrible, yeah, man. Yeah. But
5: yeah. The $40 one at Harbor Freight is just You know what's funny
3: is plastic. I yeah. have
0: uh I've had two of the $40 Harbor Freight solar rechargeable welding helmets. Yeah. And I don't before maybe an hour before I'm going to weld, I'll be like, "Oh shit, I'm going to weld." And I'll take the helmet and I'll lay it somewhere that it can get some light on it. Because in theory, the arc is the source of light that would make it darken, right? Yeah. But there's so much latency, it's ridiculous. So if you were going to weld in that thing for half an hour, 45 minutes, you're going to have the world's biggest fucking headache. Like a Harbor Freight welding helmet is good for about a five minute job. And then after that, you're going to have an eyeball headache like you've never had before. Yeah. So, a better quality helmet that is actually running on batteries, like there's actual real power it in was it. There's
1: a battery back. So, like, that's a right. lot of them now have it. So, like, yep. it, it tries to use mostly, because uh, yep. I, I just did all this yep. research on it. Yep. Then it uses this little, like, your typical watch battery. That's all uh, it needs. 20 or 50 yep. oh, whatever it, 2032. it is. 2032. Yeah. Yep. Thank yep. you. 2032.
0: Yep. That's all it needs. And my difference was I have two Harbor Freight $40 welding helmets and I have one uh, Lincoln. You know, $260 welding helmet, right? And the difference is, if I'm just going to do some shit real quick, the Harbor Freight ones are fine. They're just, they're absolutely great. But if I'm going to be doing anything for any period of time, I got to have the better helmet on. Because, sure. god damn it, you just, you don't realize what an eyeball headache feels like. It's a sunburn on your eyes. It is. On the inside of your eyes. On the inside yeah. of your fucking eyes. It takes weeks to go away. Yeah, not cool. It yeah. takes weeks and it is that you will see the dots in front of your eyes for like weeks uh and that taught that'll teach you the first time you have one of those you'll be like i need a better helmet yeah but if you're doing little stuff the harbor freighters are fine
1: i just all these years of like getting stuck on projects because i had to go and source somebody to weld this or do that or like you know i did all the math and i like had like templates made to fucking make motor mounts and everything and Still had to take it to somebody, and then you know they didn't do what I actually wanted. They did something else. I was like, "Fuck." Yeah.
5: Well, so, the not. other thing that people don't realize is your eye has a lens, mm-hmm. and you know, like when you were a kid and you used to go burn yep ants with a magnifying glass. Yep, the yep. same thing can happen in your eye. Yep. Like that bright light, the lens will. It really is. Uh, I've got a burn spot in my eye. Oh,
0: I've happened. yeah for, for fucking real, man. If you're going to practice and you're going to learn with uh, flux core. It's the best thing I can tell anybody to, to weld short of starting with stick, right? I, I learned, I started with stick. And then when we, at the house, when we got a, a real MIG, like when MIG became affordable for us, the first time I had a MIG with the gas bottle, I was like, oh my God, I'm on heaven. Like I could weld anything. And then the flux cores came out, the rosin cores came out. And when those came out, that became like you could weld anywhere. You just needed an outlet. A 110 buzz box, you could weld any goddamn where. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, it was instantly the ability to weld, no special outlet required, nothing. But if you weld for a while with that flux core solder or that flux core wire, even the good Lincoln wire, when you do get onto gas shielding, you're going to be like, I just became a good
5: welder. Because it changes everything, like yeah. the whole the whole weld is. So we have much a nice better. welder at work, yeah. and I used that on my quad runner to put a winch mount plate on the yeah. front rack, and it, it was like, uh, I, and I started welding with it. I was I'm like, this sucks. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I'm like, oh, I have a gas oh. bottle. Yeah. Shut <laughs> the gas up, and then it was like,
6: yeah.
5: oh, you can like, paint with them. I'm like, this yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. It works so great. How
1: long is it? How so? They came with all the shit to hook the gas up. And yeah, so right? they, most so, of them do. Yeah, so it's yeah.
0: sitting there. So like, right. how like how big of a bottle, and where do you get the gas? So you can buy the bottles, and you can buy them filled. You can actually buy bottles at Harbor Freight. Huh. So Harbor Freight does usually have a, a little consignment of bottles there. And uh, for what they cost, those, they're not disposable. You can refill them as many times as you'd like.
3: So as a home brewer, we used to buy CO2 uh, gas bottles. And we learned that if you get it from an established shop, you don't have to worry about the bottle certification expiring. That's right. They will swap it for a full one any time. But, you never have to pay to get it recertified again. Right. Just go to like AAA over in Lakewood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not closed. Yeah. Not closed.
5: closed. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah, closed.
3: Eight, I mean, there's a zillion. Bills. Air gas is, air a gas gas air is who gas. I go to.
0: Yeah. Yep. I go to Air Gas. And Air Yeah. Air Gas is very fucking kind when it comes to setting you up. And you won't need a big bottle. You, you won't need a big bottle at all. You could probably buy, um, you know, th- Oh, Tractor supply does a two hundred dollar bottle. And I don't know if Tractor Supply has a refilling service that's associated with Tractor Supply, but their two hundred dollar bottle, um, you're buying the bottle. Right. You know, you're paying for this device, you're paying for this thing. Uh that's the only that's what you're that's all you're gonna need. You know, it's there's there's nothing, there's no deep science to it. No, and funny enough, I had a card already because
1: I was I, I put my painting thing, my my uh, turbo sprayer. Yeah. I bought a welding cart from Harbor Freight a long yeah. time ago and I used it for that. So I just moved it back over. So I have it all set up. It's got the chain. Oh, cool. Everything yeah, I saw
0: your it. picture. You had everything. I was like, Sleepy yeah. went out and bought all the cool shit in one move. Yeah.
1: Well, I had to. Good I job. Had, I had to
0: use up my discounts because my year is
1: coming to an end and you can't carry the money over.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. So, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. We had the fluid film party. Yeah. Since last week, talked and you listened. We fluid-filmed the shit out of some cars. Mm-hmm. Um, my boots will never, ever leak ever
5: again. Renee don't give a fuck when she's Oh, no. Now, by the way, if you
0: were at that party and you saw Renee, now do you not believe that Renee is an A-number-one production worker? Yeah, dude. <laughs> she never stopped moving. No, nope. Oh, no. We're smoking cigarettes, we're drinking beer, whatever, and Renee is just steady under there. She got her Palestinian liberation mask on, and she's just hosing. Fuck! She's got fucking shema going, and she is just hosing shit down. And when her little crevice um, sprayer got filled up, yeah, and I had to clean out her crevice, she took my fifteen psi gun and she just went to town. Yep. And so 15, that's well, 1,200 PSI. Well, you know, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, we really right, trusted percent, her. I
1: let her yeah. handle my wife's under chassis.
2: There you go. That's, that's it. You let Renee we,
0: handle we, your wife's under chassis. Yeah, In her car. Yeah. Route. Oh, it is. She did
1: the whole thing. In
0: case that one got by anyone. In case, yeah, exactly. In case somebody <laughs> got that first time. Yeah, <laughs> right. The, uh, that's hey, that hey, hey, hey. one of those deals. Under the $10
2: level? You don't get that joke. It,
0: it, psh, it wasn't much of a joke. <laughs> Most the, yeah, people won't. I just
2: always cover my ass because just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Renee comes by and sprays it. <laughs> no, the <I'm> uh,
0: <laughs> I did figure it out for you. The the five what is it, the five gallon bottle? Twenty cubic feet. So twenty cubic feet, you'll be able to run that thing for about f- four hours. Oh. Yeah. So you'll be able to run a five-pound bottle. That's twenty cubic feet. You'll be able to run that for about four hours of total job.
1: That's a lot. That's
0: a lot. That's more time than you want to spend. You might replace that bottle once a year for a little bottle like that, and it'll fit nice on your cart too. It'll look sexy on there. Solid. But you'll once you start doing that. John's not. John wasn't kidding when he's like, once you turn the gas on, and you're like all the same gear, and switch your wire over to you know Mm -hmm. no more flux core shit. Uh, Once you once you run with gas you're never going to go back you you it's just it changes everything and i a lot of stuff that we use at the shop is stuff that i put together and i'm a better grinder than i'm a welder <laughs> <laughs> and that and that pays off sometimes yeah. but i also believe that like 10 bad welds is equal to one okay weld mm-hmm. so i'm not afraid to spare the stick i'm not afraid to spare the the spool and just you run at it you can always
5: just do a series of spot welds be like Well, because it's really
0: easy to unfuck attack. Right, so I would I'll tack my whole way around the project, and I'll just tack, 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 and just just spend the tax as many as just as many as you want.
1: Check this out. So like I should know how to fucking weld because my last job, a couple jobs ago, I filmed for like hours. Yeah, that's right. Every welding school known to man. Yeah. So I was watching. You should have by osmosis. Well, I had the concepts. Like I know a lot of the different things about you know making this distance and doing that. Even like like instead of pulling a long weld to go here. Here and here, yeah. so you don't and build you don't, into it. Yeah, because otherwise yeah. you can work too metal much heat. from too much heat. Yeah, absolutely. So I know all you that. know shit. all the shit. I just I mean, never
5: the, did it. The number <laughs> one thing is like anything is preparation. Make sure you clean. It, it. is. You want bare, clean metal, freshly ground. Yeah. up like yeah. You you know, my that. brother on you know, the other be able hand, to stick shit together. So I got this thing called a brother,
0: mm-hmm. and he's seven years younger than me. And I told him about welding the important parts because he's a landscaper and he has equipment. And if you have equipment in your landscaper, you break shit constantly because you have young people working for you that run expensive equipment into people's houses and cars and shit. (laughs) My brother will not weld on something until it is NASA-grade clean. Mm. He will spend an entire grinding or (coughs) wire wheel to get to the point where he feels safe welding it. Mm. Here's something you'll learn about welders. They go through everything. They go through shit you didn't necessarily want to weld through. It's amazing the amount of penetration your welder will give you. Mm. You will be stunned when you accidentally weld something to your table. <laughs> and I've welded entire projects to my table, not knowing that I was welding all the way through my table. Yep. So yeah, I've had things that I put together that I couldn't lift off the table. <laughs> it's fucking really embarrassing. I built a really decent welding table and then I'm like, oh, yeah, about to do it. and I'm like welding over here. And I'm welding over here, but it's welding over there. Yep. That happens. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, all right. Everything's a conductor, baby. Metal on metal is a conductor. Have fun. (laughs) All right, we got anything else? I heard Chris giving the warning (laughs) shot. Chris fired a shot across the bow. He's like, enough welding shit. I don't. know. What? Well, I don't care about I welding. I found it
1: fucking entertaining. Chris, Chris I think we is. should talk for another twenty minutes about welding. I mean,
0: do I want cabbage don't and it smells like they're burning. I, yeah, we. I do want another stuffed cabbage. Chris, okay. That sounds good. Chris, what's right. that
2: joke you had? Yeah, you had a joke. Come on, Jack. No, uh, hasn't. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, last one.
3: Oh
2: no! Oh no! The last time we had to censor this, he's not good. I uh, thought he
0: was banned. Yeah, he's like a joke.
2: I got this one pre
0: approved. <laughs> right, yeah, right, right, right. I'm so scared right now. HR, HR, I mean, fucking he, Kromke, And Kromke's sitting right next to you. I mean, I mean he, literally is, <laughs> he literally
2: is the guy that has to veto this if this is. Oh, HR man. signed off on it. I have the paperwork. It's Re- been approved. Wait, Renee did this? Yes. Okay. So,
1: go ahead, Steve. The farmer comes in from the field, he's carrying a sheep. And he goes up to the bedroom and he takes it into the bedroom. And the wife's there and she looks over. And she's like, Jesus fucking Christ, what you doing? Farmer looks over and he says, That's the pig I've been fucking. She's like, Look at you, you dumb idiot. It's a sheep. And he goes, No, bitch, I'm talking to the sheep. <laughs>
5: <laughs> See?
1: No problems with that one. With the translation.
5: <laughs> I've gotten into the stock market. I'm investing in beef, chicken, fish, and vegetables. One day I hear, hope to be a billionaire.
0: Oh, man. That was and the palate I'm cleanser, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Remember to ride fast and take chances. John, play us out, baby.
5: Bum, bum, bum,